Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. And my name is Ruthie. This is Johnny. Hold on, Ruthie. Let me see your, your voice volume again. Say say that again. And my name is Ruthie. Okay, so now then. Okay, lower it here. Okay, try it again. And my name is Ruthie. <laughs> that works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> perfectly smooth, perfectly natural. Good job, guys. Good job. <laughs> um, should, I, should I keep that? Okay, edit it yeah. You know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep it. Yeah. And then the other person in the, in the room. Professional. Oh, Shami. <laughs> okay. Speaking of professional, um, wait. I think that's a very bad segue, Albert. Mm-hmm. Um, Netflix this week they're releasing Stranger Things season three. Mm-hmm. We're all excited for that, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Getting great reviews. I'm pretty sure we might talk about this. Yeah, I hope so. Um, yes. I don't know. When many, we, I don't know when we can binge it though. How many are they doing this time? Ten? Ten still? I I assume it's ten episodes. Yeah, ten. One hour? Maybe you know, a couple weeks? Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of numbers, though, um, mm-hmm. I actually hit my my max on my Netflix uh, list. The queue. What do you mean? What? I was adding a show or movie, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and it actually said, uh, "You can't add this because you your, your, your your queue is too full." Is there a list of, of you mean the, thing, the things under my list and something? Yeah, I thought there was no limit. Yeah, anymore. I didn't know there was a limit. Why would there be a limit? I actually hit a limit. That makes but no I sense. mean, how do you have five hundred titles? Because you know, you on see something, you see something, you go, "I'll watch it later," mm-hmm. and then you put it in your queue, yeah. and then you, "I'll watch it later." Yeah. I put it, eventually, it adds up to five hundred. <laughs> At some point, I'm gonna go back and watch Frasier, guys. I, that's what I, I'm determined. I'm gonna watch The Office. Come on, guys! The last couple of seasons. Come on. Yeah, so it's kind of bizarre for me. Like, wait, what? I hit yeah. my max. Like, I should have taken a picture like, of, the, of the screen actually. Yeah, that said, there's I such a thing. Yeah, I had no, yeah. I had no idea. That's just, just a thing. Yeah, five hundred. So, Apparently, five hundred is the max. So, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think originally it was like when Netflix first came out, it was like maybe a hundred or two hundred, and then they raise it to five hundred now. I never knew there was a there's a limit. Huh. I never knew. Oh, no. well, speaking of Netflix, uh, you know that show One Day at a Time. Mm-hmm. Apparently, since it got canceled by Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, for the former TV Guide channel, which is now Pop Network or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, picked it up. First of all, I didn't know there was a TV Guide channel. Second of all, I didn't know it, uh, it turned into Pop. Yeah, when I saw the news, like it broke. Like, they're they're picking up for season four, yeah. and it's going on pop. I'm like, what yeah. the heck is pop? pop? Pop is actually on YouTube TV, so I actually do have the channel, even though I don't watch it at all. But the thing is, though, is that uh, this is trivia for the future. In Jeopardy episode, mm-hmm. uh, the first Netflix show that got canceled that was picked up by mm-hmm. a traditional yeah. cable network. So Pop's like, hey, how do you <laughs> like it now, Netflix? We got one of yours. <laughs> now, do they get the rights of the first two seasons? Or? Apparently, they are allowed to show the first really? two seasons uh, on, on Pop. Oh, okay. It must be. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I don't know what kind of deal they made. Uh-huh. And they all know that, but oh. CBS gets to air some of those episodes as well. Yeah. Uh, I have two kind of questions. I believe... It, do you, do you think uh, Netflix they didn't produce it right? It's one, is it one of those that they they license li- they license from like Sony? Well, or they paid like somebody to make it. Yeah, right, right. So I don't think they. So it's like the Marvel Netflix shows, right? So they wouldn't give it to somebody else if it was one of their own, right? You know what I mean? If it's one a Netflix produced well, finance. Company. I mean, it depends on how it's written down, right? Because mm-hmm. technically, the Marvel Netflix stuff is still owned by Netflix, right? Like Disney Plus cannot take those. Yeah, but there's a there's a they can use the, they can use the characters. Yeah, but they can't take those seasons, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. interesting. I, and also, oh, sorry, I suppose to this one where it seems like CBS and Pop can actually use the the right. Netflix seasons. Mm-hmm. And my other second thing is that I read somewhere uh, if you see a lot of Netflix uh, shows getting canceled after like two seasons, it's apparently like three. 
three seasons. It's, yeah. Oh, you heard this too, right? I heard this too. Yeah, because so yeah, anything after three, they have to pay more in residuals. Oh, spoilers for a future segment that I was going to oh, talk about. Oh, really? Okay. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So if you like Netflix shows, you know, be careful of that. Uh, that after three seasons, man. If it's yeah. not doesn't get big numbers, it gets it gets. No, no. Who, who should actually be concerned about are the the TV show run the showrunners yeah. the creators. Mm-hmm. They have to basically right. write the shows for a three season arc. And then maybe they might get more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess spoilers to a future segment, which which is not going to be a future segment anymore. <laughs> but essentially what it, what it is, that the deal they Netflix has with the company that makes those TV shows mm-hmm. is a lot more affordable at, at three seasons. Right. Right. And then once you get past three seasons, the people who make the show get more money as opposed to Netflix. Mm-hmm. So Netflix is more willing to just cut them loose. Right, right, right. Unless it's like super popular, like uh, Origins of the New Black, that kind of stuff. Right, exactly. I'm sure, sure, Stranger Things is probably get an extension. Probably, yeah. Probably... Oh. Did I lose you, Ruthie? What the hell? <laughs> oh, our first calling, guys. Hey. Hello. Caller. Oh. This video call ended because the connection was lost. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? No wonder we've been rambling. Hello? Hello? Ruthie? Yeah, I lost you for Sorry. a second. Oh, that's weird. Sorry about that. No. I mean, I don't know if it's our fault, yeah. but... I, it's like, yeah. That's What'd weird. you do, Jamming? Yeah, no, seriously. I apologize. Where I did you... Uh, feel guilty. What was the reason. last thing you heard? Yeah. Um. No, I was literally gone like 10 seconds ago. I, oh, okay. I don't remember. You guys were talking about um, the residuals? Yes. Right. The, yeah. residuals, the residuals bump up after uh, three seasons, and three in, seasons. in which the, in the producers or the makers of the show gets more money versus Netflix and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Oh. Interesting okay. stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so interesting that we're going to move on. So yeah. for this episode, episode <laughs> 243, we are going to be talking about uh, independence since we are recording this on July 4 week in America for happy Independence Day, July 4 Independence Day. You know, we will have... What was the line from Independence Day, the movie? <laughs> I think you ask me this every year. What? Do I really? Yeah, I think so. The, the president's speech at the end. Yes. That. Today, we declare our independence. Or something like that. Maybe stuff. next year, I'll figure yeah. this out. And then we're also going to be talking about uh, my other visit to the Black Spire Outpost at Gal- Star Wars mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge, the planet Batuu in Disneyland. I, I went ahead and revisited that. I'm actually going back again this Saturday. Are you serious? Also recording. Yes, I am. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> so I'm That's doing awesome. All, so I'll, I'll talk about more stuff that I wasn't able to talk about in the previous episodes because I've experienced new things, guys. experienced new things. Oh, so nice. I got to share. And also, we are going to be talking about Spider-Man Far From Home on the top of the episode. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Since it is July 4 week here, I figured we'd go ahead and uh, play around with the whole Independence team. And this year, we are going to do a quiz. So, Jiaming, uh, Ruti, you guys got the link yeah. that I sent you? It was yep. the original 13 colonies. We declared our independence in 1776 uh, with the Declaration <laughs> of Independence. No, no, not that kind of quiz. The biggest, not, not that kind of the biggest, not that kind independence quiz. Oh, sorry, what? quiz. Okay. Yeah. It's oh, more of an independence quiz. quiz. Oh, oh, okay, all right. So, this is in brainfall.com. I've seen Hamilton, guys. I don't, I know, what's going, I know what happened back then. Okay. Um, if play, uh, listeners, if you want to play along, I have the link in the show notes. So, click on that. But uh, yeah, it's on Brainfall.com. It's called How Independent Are You? Or it should be like, How Independent Are You? Oh, all right, all right. I don't know. Stop, stop yelling. So there, are, so there are 10 questions here. So it should be so relatively simple. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, first question. We were all just going to answer this together and see how it goes. Okay. First question. Your partner is gone on a business trip for a week. What do you do? Watch porn. Oh, I'm sorry, what? No, no, not, not an option. <laughs> I think that would fall under enjoy time alone. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not oh, an okay. option. Not an option. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, enjoy time alone. You got to re- redecorate the place to my taste. Again, redecorate the... the oh, you, you, you guys already know what I'm going to answer. <laughs> enjoy the time. That's true. Enjoy the time alone. Invite a few friends over and behave like a teenager. I will be enjoying my time alone. Same here. I'm an introvert. I will be redecorating my place. Oh, okay. All right, there you go. Next question mm-hmm. is: You've been offered a great job abroad, but there's a ton of paperwork to fill out. You procrastinate. Get, get started right away to make sure everything is done on time. Gradually manage to deal with it. Leave it to the very last minute. Leave it to the very last minute, right, guys? Right. Uh, get started right away because. <sighs> It's abroad. I'm definitely not the A type. It is abroad, though. I mean, but I think for me, I'm probably going to be gradually managed to deal with it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is it time? Oh, we all got different answers. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, next question, number three. Uh, your friend cancels at the last moment for your plans tonight. What do you do? Watch porn. <laughs> Besides Jamie's okay. typical Still answer. Still not yeah. one of the options. Uh-huh. First option, go out by myself. Go out by myself and make some new friends. I'm seriously mad. Now I'm stuck at home. I call another friend. I can't go by myself. Um, knowing me, I go by go out by myself. Yeah, I'd go out I by know. myself. My actual answer would be, uh, I'm just I would just stay home. I wouldn't be mad though. But uh, yeah, I, I wish that was an option yeah, too. That, like, oh, actually, that's great. I I'll take a nap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is nap is an option and stuff like that? But since it's not an option, I would go out by myself. I'd imagine I yeah, it's happened before, so I imagine I just go out and see a movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Question number four: Your friend invites you to a weird convention. It's not very appealing. What do you do? Politely decline, accept because you don't want to hurt their feelings, accept but grumble about it. I There's no like, point to like accept a grumble about it. I feel like I could yeah. shoehorn a pornography reference in here. Somehow. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> convention. Uh, convention. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hold on. That's right. Me and Jamming went to the porn convention years I know, ago. We did, yeah. <laughs> we went to one. So disappointing and stuff like that. So disappointing. It was so disappointing. That's Boring true. too. Yeah. Uh, I, will, I, I will politely decline. Yeah, same here. I mean, if it's unappealing, why would I go, right? Why would I go? Yeah. Well, I'm always open to new experiences. And if I have nothing better to do, I would accept. But okay. I, not because I don't want to hurt their feelings, but because I actually want to. Check no. it out. Okay. I'm, right. I'm borderline yeah, agoraphobic. I'm not going out at all. The second one no. still. No. No. All right. Uh, question number five. For the first time, you're traveling to the other side of the world. How do you feel? Stressed out? So excited. Like I want to cancel the trip and so excited. Yeah. I do travel. I'm so excited. I do travel to the side of the world twice a year. I am not excited. I am. I, am, I just want to cancel the trip <laughs> every time. Well, if it were the first time. I remember what it was like, like the first, first time. I remember what it was like the first time. I did not enjoy it, man. I, no? I would yeah. be I would be stressed out. So, yeah. yeah. Really? Oh, I loved it. The first time I went back to the Philippines by myself. Mm-hmm. I was 18. I was like, yes. I went back to the mother. I went to the motherland when I was twenty five. It was not fun. I am not into Chinese. I am not into Chinese people. You're not into Chinese people. (laughs) All right, that's what I've learned. Good to know. Uh, Number six. Question six. You have a crush on a guy or girl who works at your coffee shop. What's your approach? (laughs) Option is stare. That's That's me. Thank you. Thank you. I feel seen. Please make sure you don't touch yourself. Uh, I can't make any promises. They have good Wi Fi. Uh, spill my coffee on his or her shirt so I can talk to them. That's messy. Uh, cut to the chase and ask him or her out. 
Leave cute notes on the counter every time you order. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. It's like a rom-com or something. This is a rom-com. Actually. I'm going to go with stare like a creep. The last one is creepy. The last one is like a creep. Yeah. I will choose number three. Uh, cut to the chase and ask him or her out. Same. And then Jamming will have stare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Creepy, creepy, creepy. With my, oh, stare off my pants now. Is that an option? Whoa. Hey, you know. Question number seven. How do you deal with unforeseen events? As, uh, as, new, oppor- uh, wait. as new opportunities to shine. Is that, is, that, is that written right? Sure. As how yeah. do you deal with unforeseen events? As new oh, as new opportunities like, to like shine. Like as a new opportunity yeah. to shine. Gotcha. Make the best of it. Uh, depends on the situation. Not well, but I try my best. I don't too much of a headache. It depends on the situation. Uh, not um, well, but I tr- no well. I think I guess it depends on the situation. How do you deal with unforeseen events? Uh, you know what? I, I'll, I'll choose not well, but I try my best. That's most um, what I am. I'm pretty flexible, so I guess depends on the situation because no, no. As I guess the first one, I'll go with the first one. New opportunities to shine. Okay. If we're talking professionally, yeah, totally fine. All right. Uh, question eight: You have to organize a meal and entertain uh, and entertainment for twenty people. What do you do? Get my friends to help out. Manage everything on my own. Call a caterer. My mom will do everything for me. Call a caterer. <laughs> That's what I do. I just throw money at any problem. Well, Ruthie's a caterer herself. Exactly. <laughs> Call Ruthie. That's, is that an option? I can't see it here. So, yeah. therefore, I manage everything on my own usually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> considering considering that on, on, on my uh, wedding, I was like managing everything on my own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, with Jessica's help. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go manage everything on my own, really. Mm-hmm. Nice. My best friend, my best men were not doing anything. It was all me. Ah, <laughs> I was like, just enjoy the party. Go ahead. Yeah. I'll take care <laughs> of it. Okay. Uh, out of the blue, a friend wants to take you on a road trip across the country. Your first reaction? Are you crazy? Yes. I have things to do. Awesome. Let's do this. No way. I'm staying at home. That's great. But what about my job? No way. I'm staying home. I'm not going anywhere. For God's sakes. Um, I think for me, it will be the last one. That's great. But what about my job? Mm-hmm. I would say awesome because you can go on a trip for three days. Yeah, I suppose so. But yeah. there are other responsibilities I have to do. I mean, I kind of just did this like when back in March when I had a week to go to Hawaii. Mm. And I was like, oh, you guys want to go to Hawaii? All right, cool. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Two and a half days. Well, we can see who's going to win this uh, quiz. <laughs> um, question 10. You haven't been your best at work lately and you are being reviewed. How lies? How do you save the day? Uh, make an amazing commercial speech about myself. What? Gather evidence of my good work. Totally freak out. I need some whiskey. Uh, stress out, but try to keep myself together and not make it worse. Uh, I gather evidence of my good work. Same here. I I, I, I tend to uh, focus on the positives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Same. All right. Submit. Submit. What do we get? No whammy. No whammy. No whammy. No whammy. Oh, Click to get your it's, it's one of the things where you have to put your yeah. email thing. I know, seriously. Okay, uh, who wants to share first? Um, fifty-two percent. Oh, independent. That well, makes you fairly well, independent. What What does it say, Jumping, on yours? Oh, oh, the whole thing. You're yeah. still you are starting to understand that what it means to be a grown up. Still, you find most adult things <laughs> unnecessary. That's true. Hard and downright boring. That's very true. Oh, you nailed me. You nailed me, what? Chris. You would like to stay somewhere between your easy teenage years, but also have the freedom of being an adult. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's. I feel seen now. <laughs> Ruti, how about you? Um, mine says you are 84 percent independent. Mm. That makes you totally independent. Yeah. 
Uh, you've mastered the art of managing every hazardous situation without even breaking a sweat. That's actually true. <laughs> every time I've gotten laid off, my boyfriend's usually like, aren't you stressed out that you can't, you're not going to find a job? I'm like, a job will come. I'll find a job <laughs> in like three days. <laughs> you can always count on yourself to handle all the craziness that comes out of life. You are independent and you know it. Clap your hands. Awesome. Okay, for me, I got... Actually, not that much lower than Ruti, actually, oddly enough. You are 79% independent. Oh, okay. That makes, nice. you, that makes you quite independent, it says here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're pretty good at handling things on your own, but every now and then, a bit of help is welcome. True. You gladly accept the help of friends and family when you're struggling. True. Who says that you have to do everything by yourself? Me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, this is not bad. I'm, I'm quite happy with the result. Yeah. Since yeah, I'm only 52%, so as a result, I would like to borrow some money. Can, uh, <laughs> can, can I stay for dinner, Albert? Is well, that I what mean, I'm saying? I think you could if you want to. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you're 4% away listeners. from being codependent. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, listeners, if you're playing along, feel free to share mm-hmm. share our, your uh, answers to uh, Jamming. Uh, Jamming. Wait, wait, what? Twitter.com. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yes. Ouch. Let's go with that. Uh-huh. All right, so I did go back to uh, Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars, mm-hmm. at Disneyland, mm-hmm. at Anaheim, uh, because I like that place. Mm-hmm. As much as there are people it's who are... It's very cool. It's very cool. Not only that, but because Disneyland did their best to scare everybody away from going, like, don't go, it's going to be super busy. Yeah. We're going to like block out all these annual pass yeah. holders and all that stuff. And only a certain amount of annual pass holders can go in, and there's this whole boarding pass that, you, yeah. that, that they might... In, uh, they might initiate if Galaxy's Edge is too full. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. I read. Blah. I read somewhere where like the first day where they released it to the public or whatever, it got sold out or got shut down after like twenty minutes. Correct. Like yeah. And right. they, they did wow. all that with the reservation thing. Mm-hmm. So and then now that but the second ride isn't even open yet. Right. Like don't come. It's that would be, be the too mo- busy. To don't me, come. that would be the most prohibitive thing about going. Not so much the crowd. And it, right. the number one is the is it's too hot. The sun. I hate the sun. And the second thing is is the fact that that second ride, which is like a main big ride, right? It's mm-hmm. not open until August, right? Uh, August is the current rumor, Russ. Right. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So basically, Disney did all they could do to tell you, don't go. Go right. somewhere else because mm-hmm. we're going to be super busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what ended up happening was that parks are not very busy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> best time to go to Disneyland uh, uh, right now because right now. everybody is avoiding Disneyland. Right. Everybody's scared. <laughs> about the, the, overall, the, all the parks and stuff, we're just talking about specifically Galaxy Edge. All of them. Oh, really? You know the boarding pass thing? They only had to use it on the first day of the public release. Oh, interesting. Okay. E- ever since then, it's been you can just walk right in. Okay. And when you went the second time, what was it, on a weekend and stuff like that? It was on a weekday. Oh, okay. On a Friday. Okay. To be fair, Friday mornings are actually really good to go to Disneyland because for some reason, nobody really goes Friday morning. I don't know why. On a Friday morning? Yeah, it's weird. Like, like That's a very ideal time to go. Mm. Friday mornings or Sunday mornings. Very good time to go. And, you, and I mm. went on a Friday morning and a Sunday morning. And it was just to Galaxy Edge, right? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I also went to Disneyland too, okay, proper, okay. but but mostly like on on the Friday because I haven't gone to Galaxy's Edge since my reservation time, which mm-hmm. is like weeks prior to that, mm-hmm. right? So me going back, uh, I was in Galaxy's Edge for at least six hours. Oh wow! Yeah, I was trying to do everything I could possibly do, which is why I'm recording this podcast right now so I can share. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, the thing about the Galaxy's Edge too is that a lot of the merchandise that I that wasn't available in my reservation was also not available now because everybody was like taking all these merchandise to sell them on eBay. Yeah, yeah, I heard that's, yeah. big, that's a big problem. Not, not only the stuff you can buy, but the stuff that like they will, they will hand it out to you for free, mm-hmm. in a sense, like a bar menu. Mm-hmm. 
you don't steal like a bar menu from one of the Applebee's <laughs> or, or Black Angus or something yeah. like that. You don't do the same up there. What mm-hmm. the heck, people? Yeah. They're they like selling for like like two hundred dollars or one hundred dollars yeah. or something like that. And people are actually mm-hmm. buying them. People are actually buying yeah. them because they're collectibles, like coasters. The yeah. coasters in the bar are are pretty much like they, they look kind of cool, yeah. you know. Jami's looking mm. right, right now, right? And, and then yeah. you know uh, Frankenstein's, <laughs> which is like a local uh, convention that happens like every every week, twice a week, and stuff like that. Do they have I, them too? Yeah, that? I've seen knickknacks and uh, Koshki and stuff like that from Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, people are reselling them and stuff like that. The yeah. the cup that comes with the blue milk and green milk, they're actually selling that on eBay, wow. and it's literally just a plastic cup, people. Yeah. So it's a little, it's a little hard. Like in a disposable yeah. plastic cup. Yeah, and and the spork, the little metal spork that they have for uh, the cantina, the cantina, one of the one of the eating places there, Ducking Bay Seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, I actually remember mm-hmm. the name. Um, people stole that. Oh, really? People stole that. Wow. Those are metal sporks that you're supposed to like, you know, return when you're done with I it. I feel like this conversation is heading. F- towards a confession on Albert's part. So no. Albert, what did you steal? Come on. This, I, didn't, I didn't think I did. I, I did coasters. Oh, but they be coasters and yeah, coasters. Yeah. They're bar coasters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not real crime. I, I, yeah, that's I not mean, medium. I guess. It's like yeah. taking a napkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there used to be a time where when when I used to go to a lot of bars because I used to go to a lot of concerts, mm-hmm. I, would, I would like keep a souvenir coaster if it has like a symbol or whatever. Uh-huh. I would do that. You think... Uh, Disney's preparation when they were making like, hey, how much is this going to cost? You know, how much are, are, are we, we going to make back and stuff? Like that. Do you think that there are any projections built in for like, hey, what if people start stealing stuff? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah oh, you know I'm what sure. Mean? It's like, yeah. Oh, I didn't. I don't think what they actually. I, I don't think they actually thought about that. Yeah. Quite honestly, I don't think they did. Because it's a really? big, it's a lot yeah, of stuff. I think stuff they would have thought about yeah. it. Yeah. Apparently they did not. I know you go to you go to restaurants like, hey, where's the menu? I was like, we don't have any menus left. You know, I can tell you about today's special, but we don't have any menus. Well, I'm, sure they just, I'm sure they can just print it out. Yeah, interesting. But yeah, yeah. But the, the thing is though is that uh, what I noticed from the, from the few times I've been there already, like mm-hmm. three, three, there have been three days now that I've been to Gauss's mm-hmm. Edge. It really is not a kid friendly place. Oh, okay. Because there really isn't a lot of things for kids to do. Um, and when you say kids, what, what age range are we talking? about? You know, about? like below eight years old, seven okay. years old. Okay. I mean, I mean, at best, they can go on the the Million Falcon ride. Mm-hmm. You know, play that, play that, and then after that, that's it. Okay. They're not going to go to the bar. Hmm. That's not going to entertain them. They're not going to go take pictures. I mean, they don't care about that. Yeah, you know, they're not going to go. Maybe they'll build a droid, right? But it costs a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll build a lightsaber, yeah. but it costs two hundred dollars. Yeah, right. So <laughs> that's true. Not only that, but they have like a reservation system now. Mm-hmm. So like, so this this is kind of like. Uh, I'm not even sure if I should be sharing this because <laughs> then I'll only have more competition. Mm-hmm. So the work, the way it works now in Olga's Cantina, which is the bar, mm-hmm. and the lightsaber team, which is Savvy's workshop, mm-hmm. is that on the Disneyland website or through the app or the Disneyland app, mm-hmm. and you click on the restaurant or entertainment or the merchandise, whatever, for mm-hmm. Galaxy's mm-hmm. Edge, you click on Olga's Cantina or you click on, click on Savvy's workshop, mm-hmm. it will tell you, oh, make a reservation. All right. Mm-hmm. Click on that. It'll take you to the website. And you can reserve a time slot for your visit there. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. This, this doesn't guarantee that you can get a, you can buy a ticket to Disneyland, but right. you can get you can at least reserve a slot. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. It opens up at seven a.m. in the morning, mm-hmm. and you do not have to be on location. Oh, okay. So when I went the first, when I went on that one time to go to August Cantina, I was still at home, reserved it, and then I went to Disneyland. Oh, okay. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that that is the way to go. If you are in Disneyland, I would say you have maybe a half hour to an hour from mm-hmm. park opening to get any kind of reservation, and most likely it will be at night. Interesting. So, so oh, you, okay. you're saying when you down, download the app and you're planning on going, just make the reservation even before you leave the house. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Does the fact that you make that's a, awesome. I mean, there's no chance of you going to park and the you can't get into Galaxy Edge, right? If you have a reservation, they will let you in. 
Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where. Oh well, of course you still gotta buy a park ticket. Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you go up there and say, "Hey, I want to get in." Oh, but guess what? I already made reservations on the app as well. Mm. That's 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 when they have the boarding pass thing uh, initiated for Galaxy's Edge. Oh, okay. Which so far they haven't uh-huh. had to do that. Okay. We'll see how July four is, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. I guess. Um, let's see what else. Um, I interacted with all the characters available except for one. There's that one, a debt collector. That's mm-hmm. that uh, Honda Tanaka sends mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. if you screw up the Falcon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Have not seen him. I don't think he's there yet because I think they're still working out the kinks and how to instigate, how to. But I, but I met the spy. I met Chewie. Mm -hmm. I met uh, Kylo Ren and the stormtroopers, um, which is funny too because Kylo Ren shows up after a little show kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And essentially, he goes down into into the place. Yeah, and he does crowd work. Yeah, he does yeah. crowd work, and he harasses, not harasses, he approaches people, you. Yeah, it's harassment. Tell you know, me where the resistance yeah. are. You know, he'll do that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's right? adorable. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And, yeah. then, and then the stormtroopers like, like you, the, yeah. the, the supreme leader needs to see you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they that's very cool. That kind of thing. That's oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so me, I wanted to be picked. So, mm-hmm. so I was following him, yeah. and I would like, I would like, Go see where he's, what direction he's headed to, uh-huh. and I'll head over that direction oh. first. Stand there yeah. casually. Uh-huh. <laughs> in quotes. You're trying to create your own little meet cute and stuff like that, right? You know what I mean? So, and then maybe he'll maybe he'll pick me. Like, oh, like he yeah. didn't pick me. Yeah. Then I'll, I'll follow him again yeah. and go to the front again, and I and <laughs> casually stand there. Hey, look at me! I look. This is borderline I look stockish behavior, man. This is, this is stockish behavior. Like, oh my god! But yeah, it's fun. Pick me! Pick me! Yeah, no, yeah. seriously. It's fun. So, I'm rebel scum. I'm rebel scum. Come on, pick me, yeah. buddy. I, maybe yeah. I shouldn't be wearing some kind of like resistance outfit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a porg on my shoulder. I have the uh, I have that magnetic porg that you can put in your shoulder. Oh, okay. Um, uh, the stormtrooper approached me and it, and he goes like, "I don't know what that is, but I'm impressed that you were able to tame it." Yeah. Okay. So there's that, <laughs> right? Um, Chewbacca approached me and, and was petting the porg on my oh, shoulder. That's cute. So that's cute. I'll share that picture. Also, was it Chewbacca? Uh, yeah. You know, he's like seven foot tall. Or oh, whatever. really? Oh, yeah. That's, he's that's, pretty tall. That's a good time. Uh, I'll share that picture sometime in the near future. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what else did I do? Oh, I went ahead and made sure to get the milk jug. Mm-hmm. There's a milk jug that you can buy that hangs around your neck. Um, oh okay, and that's where, that's where you can put the blue milk, green milk kind Cute. of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like twenty five bucks, but you know, yeah, that, that thing you're looking at right there is twenty five bucks. Oh oh that oh that's the thing. Oh <laughs> that's okay, the right there. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, they, I also bought the Coca Cola stuff they have there because mm-hmm. apparently Coca Cola is now canon. Coca Cola exists in yeah. Star Wars, mm-hmm. and it's shaped like uh, what, what, what what would you call that? Like, like a bomb? Yeah, like a grenade type. You know what I mean? Those classic World War II kind of grenade shape and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they kind of look like that. I'm surprised you drank huh. it. I think I'm surprised you drank it though. Don't you want to keep it mint and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Because the last time I kept souvenir uh, Coke cans or whatever, mm-hmm. the 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 soda eventually becomes acid and melts true. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, oh. it does. It does. You didn't rinse it out, or you wouldn't rinse it. No, I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, it out, right? if if you if you keep it like if you, sealed, yeah. yeah, if you keep That's it sealed yeah. and oh. keep the soda inside, wait like five something years. Mm-hmm. And go to it, and you'll notice there's a hole in the bottom of the bottle because yeah. it, oh it turned to acid and, like and this killed is, it. And this is a PSA for you kids out there, man. <laughs> Don't drink soda. Don't drink soda. <laughs> Don't drink soda, for God's sakes. My God. Yeah, because the last time I had I had one of those, wow. like, back in, like, Halo 2 or whatever, right, they had, right, like, the Master okay. Chief Mountain Dew. I bought a box. I oh. bought a box of those Mountain, G- Mountain Chief Mountain Dew. And then, and then like, years later, yeah. I went, like, where, 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 where did I put the thing? Yeah. And there was, like, a hole in the bottom of the yeah. can. That's like, insane. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, okay, wow. Yeah, okay. Wow. 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 Indeed. Right. Okay. So what else? Um. I did, I went ahead and played around with the decent app for the uh, the play something parks or whatever where mm-hmm. you can do data hacking. Um. With with the with the in, with the environment, you click on data hack and then it'll tell you what you can hack kind of thing. 
And if you hack it, you get like an item or something like oh, that. Okay. Or in, in the water fountain, you can activate the little monster that shows up in the water fountain. Oh, okay. So you can do that. Um, I also did the scanning thing where there, there are barrels and, or crates or whatever. You can scan a QR code and you get items, that kind of thing. Uh, there's a transmission interception thing, which I has still have not been able to intercept a transition. So maybe the next time I go back, I'll be able to try that. They also have a oh. job section in the in the Play Anywhere app thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, essentially, like if you go if you go to the Falcon, there's a there's a part where you can like, oh, I'm gonna sign up as a crew member for the Falcon, and the, the thing will ask you, oh, make sure to scan some crates or whatever, and and, and it'll tell you to do this. Are you in this location? And you click on that and you do this. So it's like an interactive thing for the for that particular part of the park to like spend your time, you know, more more over there. You know, something cool. something to do. Very cool. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, let's see what else. Um, the Falcon, I've noticed that even though it's it's still only one situation, one scenario that you're looking at, I it, is, it does vary depending on who you're with. Because mm-hmm. if you're always with strangers, your experience is going to be different every time. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're either going to screw up or, yeah. or they're not doing what you want them to do. So that kind of thing. How many, how many times have you played yet? I don't know. I think it's in a. I think I'm in the, the, the two digits now. Right now. Oh wow! wow. And you have played all the different positions, right? I've, I played and all the different. You've seen all the different scenarios. And is it true? I heard uh, the the planet. Like depending on what time of day you mm-hmm. play it, it syncs up to like. Hey, if you play in the when the when the sun is up, it's uh what call it? It's the, the game it takes place during the day, right? I've and, always and, gone the daytime, so oh, okay, I can't yeah. verify that. Yeah, because yeah, I hear if you play at night. Like I said, it syncs up to the the uh, you know it's it, it's nighttime. Okay, I, I do want to try that one these days though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, let's see what else. Um, Duck Under's Den of Antiquities. That's the place where you can buy legacy lightsabers. That's one where you can buy Luke's lightsaber, Darth Vader's lightsaber, uh, Asuka Tano's lightsaber. For the low low price of twenty mm-hmm. bucks, right? Well, um, I think it varies between at a zero. It, at it, a zero, it varies. <laughs> it, it's like either a hundred dollars or oh, two hundred dollars. Jesus Christ, or, or more. Yeah. So oh the cheapest God. one is two hundred dollars. No, the cheapest one is like a hundred bucks. I think. Yeah. Wow, it's like, like uh, Harry Potter's wands. Correct, like like Mace Windu's uh, lightsaber. I believe is only like hundred and ten bucks. Wait, wait, is it the same quality for the hundred versus the two hundred? What do you I'm mean? I'm sure it's not. No, because the reason I'm asking is because remember the one you built and stuff like that's that. That's two hundred dollars, right? That's two hundred. But yeah. is the is that lightsaber that's pre-assembled or already assembled worth a hundred? Was uh, worth a hundred somewhere else? You yeah, because I mean? it's customized. It's customized to look like the one in the movie. Yeah. So yeah, my whole thing is like, are you paying a hundred dollars just for the experience of assembling a lightsaber and stuff like no, that? No, 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 no. That one you buy as is. Oh, okay. You can't modify that. The only right. thing you, you can't even change the carbon crystal for that. Okay. Right. Oh, speaking of carbon crystal, oh. they're all sold out. They're all sold out because everybody bought them to sell them on eBay. Uh, the personality chips for the droids they're all sold out because everybody bought it to change blah 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 blah. so there's a lot of stuff that's sold out the lightsabers the legacy lightsabers were selling out so bad that they had to they had to sell their old Tomorrowland lightsabers right and this was Mm. back then before Galaxy's Edge they they were selling like authentic looking lightsabers but they come with like a Star Wars Disneyland box kind of thing so the way they play it off is like oh well we don't have that in stock but we do have another company from this Disneyland mm-hmm. place, mm-hmm. and they yeah. they're offering to sell. They, we're offering to sell their uh, merchandise to you guys, kind of thing. Well, one of the things, yeah, I didn't huh. I didn't think about when we talked about it the first time. Would you did, did that custom lightsaber for two hundred dollars? I didn't factor in. Hey, they can resell it on eBay for a, a, for a profit and stuff like that. Correct. Because I was like, hey, yeah. what kind of idiot would spend two hundred dollars on a lightsaber? What kind of richy rich snobby bougie bullshit is this? Yeah. But then I was like, oh. I mean, hey, if you're a super fan, you're a super fan. It doesn't matter how much it's going to cost. Yeah. But then I didn't realize, hey, they can resell it for like, you know, 500 on eBay or something like that. It's crazy. That's true, too. Yeah. People can't go. 
The last thing I want to mention is uh, going back to Olga's Cantina. I did buy, I did try to get their drinks because I wanted to get the souvenir mug, which mm-hmm. is the Battle of Endor mm-hmm. uh, tiki mug, mm-hmm. and also the uh, the porg mug, mm-hmm. where it looks like a porg that, that they hollowed out mm-hmm. to make it into a mug. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I wanted to get those ones. But Wait, I did, I'm sorry. What? What, did, what did they hollow out? I, I, I'll show it to you later. The brain? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, is it like an Indiana Jones and Temple But, but, like but so I, I got two alcoholic drinks, oh. right? I, I got the, the fuzzy tauntaun. Mm-hmm. And I got the, uh, the, the, uh, the pork mug is the Crave Dweller. Mm-hmm. And I also got the Yub Nub. The Yub Nub is oh. the one that comes with the Yub-nub. Battle of, Yeah, Yub Nub. Adorable. It's the Tough. one that comes with the Battle of Endor Tiki Mug, uh-huh. right? And that was most, that's pretty much a rum drink, right? It was good. It was a rum drink. Yeah. It was good. Um, the Fuzzy Tom Tom, however, that one's kind of different. It doesn't have a souvenir mug. It's like almost like a screwdriver, like a screwdriver, I mean, like uh, orange juice and vodka kind of mm-hmm. kind of style. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it has this fuzz on top. Right, which I guess is where the fuzz in Tantan comes here. The fuzz stuff, the fuzz stuff on top is made from some kind of Szechuan flour. Mm-hmm. It's from the innards of a Tantan, is what it is. No, no, but get you this: know? it's a, it's made from a Szechuan flour <laughs> that supposedly has its own natural uh, anesthetic, right, or something like that. Uh-huh. When you drink it, mm-hmm. it numbs your lips. Are you serious? Yes. Oh no way! Yeah. So with the waitress. FDA approved. I assume it is, right? Seriously. The waitress will tell you, by the way, if you, when you drink that, it will numb your lips, but don't worry, it's normal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of hardcore. Right. So so for me, when I drank it, I, I didn't get any kind of reaction first, but then huh? a few minutes later, I started feeling this bubbly stuff on my, on my you lips. You got a boner. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought sorry. I, I even asked Jessica, I was like, is there anything on my lips? Because yeah. I feel something on it. And, 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 she, and she's like, no, there's nothing on there. Oh, yeah. how weird. And then yeah. after the bubbly stuff went away, but my lips for numb. Mm. How did it, huh. it last? Uh, I don't know. Maybe like an hour or so. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I think wow. it was like an hour. Yeah, that's pretty hardcore then. I right? wonder what that is. It, no, it's made from a Szechuan flower <laughs> that has a natural an, uh, anesthetic, I guess. My whole thing would be like, hey, would you oh. try it again? Would you drink it again? I want, I want, there's, some, there's some other alcoholic drinks I had to try first. Oh, okay. So you go, you go to, yeah. Like real, yeah, I'm going to go try through all the alcoholic drinks like that they have. Because the they're, right. all, they're all teaming a Star Wars thing. I think it's kind of neat. And I got to take it for Instagram, you know? Right. Cool, cool. <laughs> I will, I will you got to put it on Instagram. I, I did post those uh, those drinks on my Instagram if you want to take is? a look at it. It's at Albert5x5. So it's on there. You can see that those drinks. Yeah. All right. Okay. And um, that's a, I'll make this... I'll wrap it up for now for this. I think there's more to say, but I'll save it for next time maybe. Uh, listeners, if you have any other questions about Star Wars Galaxy Edge, feel free to ask me. Although it's all over the internet. You can find it there too. Sure. Uh, but yeah. So until next time with Galaxy's Edge, till the spire. It's what they say when you say bye-bye. Sure. But yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Right. Oh, you nerd. As of this recording, it's currently 9.35 on July 3rd in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And it's time we take a look and see what's going on. Uh, So apparently, America, you are grilling your burgers wrong and it could kill you. Don't tell me. Tell the the guy at uh, In-N-Out, the guy who does my burgers. (laughs) (laughs) I think this applies to to people who, you know, cook their own grill. Mm-hmm. Cook their own grill. Cook their own grill. Grill their own. <laughs> grill their, their own, own burgers. Meat. Good <laughs> lord. Burgers. Good lord. Take it easy. You all right there, Albert? Uh, yes. I'm like, wow. Seriously, my wife. Did you have bit. another tauntaun? Yeah, I have another fuzzy tauntaun. Oh, has Ruthie? This is. A, I'm gonna sidetrack the, the conversation a little bit. Have you? Tr- you've tried an In-N-Out burger? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Where are you on the on the great burger debates and stuff like that? I'm talking about chain restaurants and stuff like that. Mm, 
How would you rank them? It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a preference? Uh, Shake Shack, uh, In and Out. I'm a Five Guys guy. Actually, I think it's a little bit underrated. Um, I'd have to say Shake Shack. Ooh, I would go In and Out. Though, I want to try Shake Shack. I keep hearing about Shake Shack. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty solid. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, but I would go also Baker's. I want to try Baker's as well. It's okay. It's fine. Okay. But like the good thing is like you can't have both in the same place. So it's either if you're yeah. in California, you get an In-N-Out burger. If you're in the East Coast, you get Shake Shack. Yeah, there's a couple of Shake Shacks out here. You can get here now. Oh, there's there now. Yeah, I think yeah, there's I one in San Market. There though, like yeah. if I'm in, in the West Coast, I'd get an In-N-Out burger. Have you tried uh, Five Guys? Yeah, yeah. Five guys also from here, from New York, but it's yeah. eh, it's okay. Have you ever been? Have you guys ever gone? If you guys ever make it to Chicago and stuff like that, let me know. Because the best burger I've ever had is actually in Chicago, Al Chauvet or something. It's Al Chauvet or something like that. It's the best burger. It's one of the it's best. In Chicago, you it's say? Fantastic. It's fantastic. If you get, hmm. if you ever made it to Chicago, let me know. I wish I knew that when I was in Chicago. Yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. It's, just it's fantastic. All right, Albert, we get it. Did you do <laughs> is that? Is that how Chicago? Exactly, exactly. That's exactly. Exactly yeah. what you talk like. It's like it's bringing and back also memories. Yeah. Al Capone. <laughs> like Al Capone. Oh, Al Capone's here, guys. How about that? Look at that. Al Capone is constipated. Yeah. Right. There you go. It's good. It's good. Okay, so, right. so some advice they have here. This is an article in USA Today. Uh, it talks about how uh, marinade is a no-no. Don't you don't reuse marinades that have been used with raw meat. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. For for kebabs, keep meat and vegetables separate. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Uh, don't use the same place or utensils. Says how's the I've heard the costly. Yeah, like, come on, uh, of course. I mean, are we princesses? What are we talking about? <laughs> are we delicate flowers? What's going on? Uh, beyond meat, keep chilled certain salads or desserts that were served cold. Uh-huh. After being served cold, dishes should not stay outside for more than two hours. Mm-hmm. All right, and just one. Okay. Okay, and then and then other stuff. So, was it was this written by a person that had E. coli before or something like that? What's going on here, man? Yes, because yeah, right. that's what we're warning you. Come on, man. Warning you, but E. coli. What, what well, I mean, after you cook the burgers, you don't or or the, or the kebabs, yeah. you don't re-dip it in the marinade, no? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Mm. But the, the, the CDC said that uh, mm. two weeks ago, as of this recording, yeah. uh, declared over an outbreak that sickened 209 people, uh, E. coli, e. coli outbreak, mainly from March to May. Yeah. Well. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah. People are just not cooking their food right. Yeah. Or is it because Trump is cutting the FDA budget? Huh? Less inspectors. Oh. How about that? How about that? Conspiracy. Yeah. Conspiracy. 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 right here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it E. coli does spread like a virus. Yeah. Speaking of going viral. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, well, hell of a segue. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. No, it's supposed yeah. to be. Sp- yeah. <laughs> okay. Tell I, me you didn't I, see that coming. Actually, <laughs> actually, it's supposed to flip around. Uh-huh. Speaking of food. Apparently, there is this menu in this one restaurant mm-hmm. that added in uh, my girlfriend is that hungry wow. option wow. to that's, menu for couples. That's not very sexist at all. And, uh-huh. and the option it says, my girlfriend is not hungry for $4.25. Add extra French fries to your entree mm-hmm. and fried chicken <laughs> wings or fried chicken or fried cheese sticks. Is there an option like, yes. hey, my boyfriend's a misogynist or is a asshole? <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is, that, is that available? Uh, Rudy, since you are the woman here in this podcast. What? Uh, <laughs> Is this offensive to all women, <laughs> or, or or is this actually? Let a, me a answer that for you, Albert. I say yes. Uh, Wait, what? I, <laughs> is it? It's pretty accurate. <laughs> pretty accurate. I mean, if I say I'm not hungry, yeah. hmm. uh, honestly, I, honestly, it would it might... be, and I see French fries right right in front of me. I will eat it. Yeah. Mm. And also, is this done? Then I'll get cheek? hungry. My only question is: Is this done tongue in cheek? Well, I mean, this restaurant. Where, where is this restaurant located at? Is this restaurant is in. Uh, Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh, it's probably not that cheap. <laughs> I don't think Arkansas is known for its humor, its progressive uh, 
uh, humor. Well, yeah. this is where Bill, Cl- Bill Clinton came from, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thousands have liked and shared the picture. Uh, one person commented, best menu I've ever seen. Was he a guy? Another wrote, finally someone got it right. Was he a guy? Uh, this restaurant gets me. Was it a guy? <laughs> That's probably a guy. <laughs> Petition for every restaurant to do this. Was that a guy too? Mm-hmm. And then it goes here. However, not everyone was quite so impressed with the idea as others branded it sexist and one-sided. Was it a girl? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I actually embrace that. It's pretty accurate. It, I prefer it over the whole, this is your girlfriend's menu and it's like a salad and like something cute and something low fat, low carb. Blah, wait, blah, blah. wait, wait, like, wait. No, wait. give me fries and chicken wings. You've been right to now. a restaurant that has a girlfriend's menu? You know, like restaurants are sexist anyway. Like you go, if you, if you go to a restaurant and like whenever we're out, sometimes like my wife will order a salad and I'll actually order the steak and they'll actually serve him the steak and I'm like, no, that's actually for me. <laughs> you know, that's pretty sexist. Yeah. Uh, Jamin, did you ever experience that? Uh, I because I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I uh, like these little minor kind of uh, these little minor kind of assumptions and stuff like that. Yeah, I've, I've experienced it in the sense that uh, I've been out having dinner where you know I'm the client to a girl that's uh, what do you call it? that's uh, that's gonna pay for it. Obviously, you know what I mean. But you know they'll hand they'll always give me the oh, but that's something that's always been a thing though. Yeah, but still. But yeah, that's yeah, but still. Saying. No, but I'm saying, do you ever see like a menu specifically oh, you, for oh, women? Specifically a menu? No, no, that's not, no, that's not a thing. Yeah, you get. No, the, you get that's the, what I'm saying. Like that would be offensive. But like, yeah. if it's if you if your girlfriend says she's not hungry, like feed her anyway. Trust me, you'll be happier for oh, it. Wow. Yeah, I no. guess. But then, but you know, but this this whole my girlfriend is not hungry thing is going viral on the internet. So maybe. We might actually end up seeing more of that in other people's menus. I do believe I did run into something sexist. It doesn't have to do with food and stuff like that. Have you guys heard in China they have special park parking areas for women? They give a they give Is a, it a, a wider space. The wider spaces. <laughs> I think I've seen. I think I I walked past it really and quick. I, I, I and I think I, I walked past. I went to a shopping mall in China once. And I think I saw that. It was and, a, a, a and we're just still. Park- hey, you know yeah. what? That might not be sexist because yeah. what if the women are having yeah. like have their children with them? Yeah, they need more space. Yes, yeah, sir. Strollers and stuff. And also, they're Asian. They should, we should get more parking space anyway. And, and what's this picture of them having the big giant space and they still can't park? Yeah, no, seriously. Is that what it is? <laughs> I know. Three or four attempts, man. Good yeah, Lord. okay. All right. Anyways, moving on. Uh, the, the, the hashtag battle cap challenge. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very cool. Oh, yeah. We're, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Easy enough. Click on the link. And there was a bunch of videos of all these like muscular men trying to do the battle cap. Oh, see that's sex right there. Yeah, why yeah. is gotta be all men? Actually, look one at of the my video. Do you see? Did it. Yes, yes. You... Jessica Henwick, the girl from. Uh, oh, Iron she Fist. did. She oh, did I didn't see that. I she did one that. with a, with her uh, samurai sword too. Nice, cool. nice. Yeah. I like Very I like cool. the one that uh, John Bone Jones did, mm-hmm. where he does it. In sl- he goes slow motion, mm-hmm. and then he reaches out with his hand and opens the battle cap. Yeah. You like the funny one. I like sincerity and stuff like no, that. No, but the Jason Statham one was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Did you see the one just from this morning? Was uh, the guy? F- oh shoot! Uh, d- damn it, the karate guy. I uh, I Macho? No, IP man. I, man, IP. Ip man. Ip, Ip, Ip man. D- Dennis Snow. D something. Donnie Yang. Donnie Yang. He did one where he's blindfolded. Blindfolded and stuff wow. like that. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Hmm? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. No, I won't. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> oh no wonder I switched it because. The next one doesn't really match with my speaking of thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of bad segue, um, you remember the thing I talked about last week about how uh, Neo Genesis Evangelion people complain Netflix mm-hmm. translation, blah, 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 blah. Sure. So, um, uh, what's her name? Let me click on the link here so I can make mm-hmm. sure that I got this right. 
Amanda Winley. Okay, Amanda mm-hmm. Winley, mm-hmm. who was the voice actress for Rei Ayanami in the original A sure. Division dub. Mm-hmm. And she also did the script writing for that too. Sure. She also helped there mm-hmm. too. She had a comment about like all this brouhaha mm-hmm. about the debates and Netflix kind of thing. So I'm gonna censor my stuff because she didn't she didn't censor herself. Mm-hmm. She goes, for 20 effing years, I've listened to fanboys bitch that I took too many liberties with the translation of Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Now their knickers <laughs> are in a twist because it's too literal. Mm-hmm. Learn Japanese and translate yourself or eat a... Either way, STFU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's kind of angry and stuff like that. Well, she's actually getting paid to translate. And stuff no, no, like no. She's kind of angry. No, no. She's not in the new one. She's not in the new one. I know, I know, I'm saying. I know but... Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So no, but you know, you know how fanboys are. He's like, yeah, oh, you took too much liberties. Oh, yeah. it's too literal. Yeah. So it's like, oh my god, it's that kind of a thing. the whole toxic, the whole culture is toxic and stuff. It's gross. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. But yeah, speaking of where is that? Speaking of popular franchises, though, uh, the Walking Dead comic books. Yeah. You know, it ended. It actually just ended. So surprise ending. Yeah, there was yeah. no no warning. It just yeah. like it ended. Yeah, I texted <laughs> that to Albert this morning, and it wasn't until later on where I read some of the news coverage. And stuff. I, it might have spoiled it for Albert because you know what I mean. Because it wasn't one of those things. Yeah, where, no, you didn't spoil it because I, yeah. I didn't even know it was ending. Yeah, nobody knew apparently. Yeah, because it's one of those things where it, the issue that where it, it ends is actually released today, and there's no prior uh, announcement, any kind of anything like that. Because what happens is you know uh, they solicit comic books three months, four months ahead, right? Mm-hmm. There are solicitations for. Uh, one ninety four, one ninety five, which is the issue yeah. after this. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they, they had fake, everybody. They yeah. had fake covers for future solicitation. Yeah, so that nobody knows that it was ending. Yeah, except the Hollywood Reporter spoiled it a day yeah, before. Be, yeah, because apparently there there was internet buzz or leaks on the internet, and the Hollywood Reporter is the first major outlet to sort of like you know confirm it. You know yeah. what I mean? So it, the, the, so yeah. the Walking Dead, the comic books independent series, uh, ended in episode one ninety three, mm-hmm. which I have read. And it definitely was an ending. Apparently, they, him and Ati, artist Charlie Adler have mm-hmm. worked on this for the past four years. Oh, okay. They've already had prior knowledge that they were going to end it at this kind of rate. Okay. Um, the problem they faced was that they were hoping to stretch it out to 300. But, but 300? It, no, they, yeah. They, they were hoping to stretch out the story to They episode, missed to, it by 107? I know, <laughs> really? I, know I know, right. So originally, they thought their, their outline for the storylines would mm-hmm. hit 300 issues. Mm-hmm. But then... Apparently they were so efficient. Oh, it never got to the point. So they, they, they ha- it had to end it. Yeah, issue one. And you're one of the people that, that I know that that's read all one thirty nine. One thirty three. And you're saying it it's it's correct. I mean, it does it's doesn't no real loose ends. It's not like a it's not a abrupt cancellation or like that. It is true. It is a good true ending and stuff like that. It is a true ending. It's a true ending. And but but like what they said that even with that ending, it could still continue on if they really wanted to. Right. Right, mm-hmm. but the thing is though is that um, they didn't. This is what this is the ending he had. This is the second ending he had in mind because apparently the first ending was a more was a more uh, grim ending, and okay. it would have ended like a hundred issues ago. Oh, so so this this version before Negan. Yeah, okay. Before Negan, because I think I did remember an interview. I think it might have been Kevin Bean or some interview that Kirkman did where he's they've asked him. This is like years ago and stuff. He mm-hmm. he, he did mention he does have an ending in mind. Right. So it's actually yeah he had an ending in mind a long long time ago and stuff like that. He yep. knows how what the last how the last issue plays out and stuff like that. Yep. So, Except they fooled us because they, they they made it they made us believe it's gonna last a few several more years. Yeah. In right. all the other, in, in, I've read some of his interviews. You know, he's always said he could see. The Walking Dead, the comic book, go on for years, decades, and stuff right. like that. I'm, I was just surprised they didn't end it. Uh, no, I'm surprised they didn't just go to 200 because you know how comic books love right, their right. 
issue 150s, issue 200s and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Those big anniversary kind of... Um, but uh, ap- apparently he was basing it on the, the Big Giant Omnibus. Oh, okay. Because the Omnibus has X amount of pages. Mm-hmm. And I guess they did the math and it kind of works out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so there won't be like a, a, a smaller Omnibus version just to finish off the storyline. Yeah. They're all going to be equal in yeah. size okay. or something like that. Yeah. All hail uh, The Walking Dead. Yeah. I, it's one of the great comic book series yeah. I've read. Um, I, it, I haven't read the recent issues and stuff, but it's, right. it's great. It's well, fantastic. I mean, if Jamming reads the whole thing, um, we might talk about this in a future episode. Yeah. Pers- mm-hmm. pers- you know, probably talk about it. Yeah, so but I read it. Um, it says there's a lot of themes that it covers because it's a long ass. Mm-hmm. It's like 81, 81 pages. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, wow. it's 81 pages. Oh, wow. Well, it's, not even, it's, it's more like 70 something pages. Mm-hmm. And then the last 10 pages was Kirkman talking about how he, why he ended it, how he ended it, oh, and all that stuff. Oh. But um, yeah, it's a really long issue. Uh, and and it talks about a lot of stuff, and I don't want to get into spoilers, mm-hmm. but I think some of them will be controversial oh, or okay. and and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, it's uh mm-hmm. it kind of impressive, kind of impressive. This this was the only series that I was collecting on a week on a monthly basis, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's gone. Interesting. So oh. I'll just move on to my subscription models with the Marvel <laughs> and DC. Oh, okay. This is the one. This is the one that you read month to month. This is the only one I read month to month. Okay. And it and it ended. Oh, oh okay. Side of the times. Side of the times. Hmm. All right. Oh, can I add my own speaking of? Sure. Go ahead. To to, to actually just like trail on to this and uh, you're talking about Walking Dead ending. Speaking of things ending, my six weeks challenge is finally over. Hey. Woo! Yay! <laughs> did you hit? Did you hit your goal and everything? What was that? Um, did you hit your I goal? almost hit my goal by oh. 0.4%. So. So I did not get my money back, but I lost sixteen over sixteen pounds and almost six percent fat. Oh my god, that's amazing! That's incredible, man. (laughs) Thank you. That's very impressive. Did you did you learn how to kick ass then? Because of the Krav Maga, I I am learning to kick ass, and I'm still going to continue going. Yeah, Ruthie, just just FYI, he doesn't care about your answer. (laughs) He just wait. He just he just asked the question so we can play that sound drop. So just FYI, you like that one? Yeah, exactly. He doesn't care about that. You mean that one? Yeah. And what about a haya? Yeah. Do I have a Haya? I don't have a Haya. All right. I, I do have this. All right. All right. That's, that's a real yes. Let's look for more sound bites. I know. That's know how, how oh, how about this one here? Hadouken! Did you learn Hadouken? That's really impressive. We actually have a move that looks like a Hadouken. Oh, oh okay. Hadouken, you say, huh? Hadouken! Now, this is one of the things where you continue even after the six weeks challenge. You keep going to. No, there you go. Yeah, I'm gonna continue doing it, and it just won't be as I'm, intense. As I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna start doing the diet like every three month, three to four yeah. months, just to like um, shred a lot more. Right. So you just gonna do like a modified version of what you've been doing for the last six weeks. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. We play this song in class yeah. too. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> we do. <laughs> okay. All right. And that's what's going on. <sighs> Again, why are you doing this constipation? Are you constipated thing? or are you know, dying? I know what's going on, man. Good lord. Before we talk about, uh, I just want to say Stranger Things season three, yeah. but it's not. Before we talk about Spider Man <laughs> Far From Home, uh, just in case the listener actually care, Jamming, where can people find you online? You can find me on the Twitter, J I A M I N G L I O U. Ruthie? You can find me on Instagram at Grace13, G R A C E 134. DIY picks, travel picks, food picks, cat picks, and other random picks. You can also find me on Instagram at v.entwine for event designs, planning, birthdays, baby showers, bridal showers, weddings, and other party design or DIY needs. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert565. You can find me on my iSide Movie blog, on the Extra Stuff, Extra Spoilers podcast, and the weekly comic strip that I do with Lewis. 
anything whoatworstwhy.com. If you want to send us an email, send it to whoatworstwhy at gmail.com. If you want to send us a quick comment, send it to leave it over at our Facebook page or Instagram page or on the website itself. If you want to show your support, because we need it, head over to whoatworstwhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at the yaxis.bandcap.com or on their Twitter, Facebook, Instagram pages, the Y-Axis. And also make sure to check out their newest album, No Waves. Oh, and all the links and information can be found at whoatworstwhy.com. So first off, non-spoilers, non-spoilers. Uh, talk about uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, just to hear, Ruti, here's, here's the... Uh, yes. Here's the thingamabob where I, I play the plot thingamabob for... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Thingamabob? Thingamabob. You're well prepared for this. It's a good job. What is the plot summary of the movie Spider-Man Far From Home? You're, you're asking me? No, Google. Here's the Google. synopsis of Spider-Man Far From Home. Following the events of Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man must step up to take on new threats in a world that has changed forever. Oh, that's it. Wow. No, no, not, not much spoilers. That's very vague. That's very good. Very good. And they go to Europe. They go to Europe. No, spoilers. Yeah. Ruti, is it something that you would like to see eventually? Eventually, yeah. Maybe when it comes out on TV and it's available, I'll watch it. Okay. But yeah, I am not going to go to the movies. It's too much of a hassle here. Jamming, tell Ruti in non-spoilers why she should watch it. I mean, you... Actually, you would have to be kind of a, a fan of the Marvel Universe and stuff like that because it does reference a lot of previous Marvel movies and stuff like that. But uh, I think you pick up on certain things. But for the full experience and stuff like that, I think you do have to see some MCU movies. But it's very mm. funny, very well written, very well acted and stuff like that. It's just a good, good summertime movie and stuff like that. I enjoyed it a lot from beginning to end and stuff like that. So, yeah. Oh, okay. And for me, uh, I'm saying it's the epilogue story for Avengers Endgame. So after watching Avengers Endgame, you may as well just watch this. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it ties in some loose ends, not loose ends, but some things that were yeah. re- referred to in Endgame that weren't referred to in that movie, but are in this one. Uh, so you may as well watch it. Yeah. It is the funniest. It's one of the most funniest MCU movies I've yes, seen. It's very funny. Um, and essentially, this is the Marvel superhero take on National Lampoon's European Vacation. Yeah. So you may as well watch that. Yeah, and you don't have do, to have. Do I ha- should I should I watch should I have watched um, Endgame before watching this movie or do you? Yes. Have time? You don't have to watch yes. the entire previous 22, 23 movie. You just have to watch. No, no, no I'm, t- I'm just talking about Endgame because I've seen all the mo- all the other movies. I just haven't seen Endgame. Yet. Oh, oh really? Watch Endgame, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely watch Endgame. Oh, if you've seen all the other yeah. movies, yeah, just watch Endgame and yeah. you can just slide right into this one. Yeah. Ah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Before we cool. before we get the spoilers, Ruti. Uh... This is where I yeah. go. Uh... Have a good. <laughs> this is where I go. Yeah. Have a good Fourth of July. It's like I had a stroke or something. Uh, happy Fourth. Yeah. Happy Fourth. Even though happy this, Fourth, you probably won't be listening to this after July Fourth. Oh, you know. But you know, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm, saying. I'm saying that to Ruti. Have a good Fourth of July. Yeah. Have a happy and safe uh, July Four weekend, folks, listeners, you too, guys. and all that stuff. Have and fun. Yeah. We shall talk to you next week. Mm-hmm. Until next week, then. Until next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Alrighty. Bye. If you think you're someone who can just casually listen about a combo of a movie or a TV show you're missing, then I feel like I gotta warn you and this may not be in order. Don't be crying to us when you end up hearing a spoiler. Spoilers! All right. Here we go. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers for Spider-Man Far From Home. Jump in, go. 
I really, really, like I said earlier, I really enjoyed this movie a lot. So I, I thought the creative team, uh, the director, the writers, the actors, they put in a lot of hard work. They're very imaginative. They're very creative. They gave you a lot of extra, extra, uh, juice. I don't know how to subscribe. You know what I mean? They went, they went above and beyond what, uh, what they needed to do to make a good movie. You know what I mean? They, they really went for it and stuff like that. And I, I really appreciate it. It's, it's I'm, good. I'm curious to see how much input they had from the Avengers Endgame writers about all this blip stuff and uh, snap stuff. I one of my criticism actually leads to this point. I do believe they were left in the dark on certain things because I do. I, when I was watching, it, when I was watching it, it does feel like some of the dialogue was kind of ADR'd in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, like stuff with the blip or uh, stuff. I just feel like they dropped it in later after they, they they were told what happened to these people and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I just I just know this is something I know. When I watch it the second time, I'll 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 I'll, I'll see if that's correct. But it seems like a lot of the post end game stuff, the five year skip and the people coming back and all that stuff. I think it it they dropped in very late in the process. I like, was just curious to see yeah. if uh uh Christopher. McFeely and Marcus. Marcus McFeely. Marcus McFeely. Uh-huh. If they had input on the word the blip, yeah. Because I mean, I don't think they would call it the blip since they were so they were so they were so adamant about calling the snap the decimation. No, sure. but that makes. But I, I, this is not my point. But I read it online. But it, it makes sense because the people, the the wider world and stuff like they weren't there. They weren't you know in there where they saw Thanos snapping and stuff. They, they, they wouldn't you call, it, call snap. it a snap, yeah. Yeah, so if you were just a regular Joe and then the person next to you just disappeared, you wouldn't call it a snap. you call it, yeah, he blipped out, you know, he, he blipped, blipped out. out. <laughs> yeah, so that, and it's also, it's also funny though. It's funny it's that It's funny, yeah. yeah. That's the, uh, this leads me to my larger point. What I really appreciate about this movie is, they uh, acknowledge you, that? No, not that. The five-year gap? No, just the, the overall tone and the way they filtered or dealt with the end of Endgame and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that they stuck to the fact that it, it is Spider-Man, so they filtered it through humor, and it's still right. funny and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, you, you, there's time later for later movies and Disney Plus shows to have a, a grittier take, a re- reaction to the end game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But this isn't it. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is still a Spider-Man movie. And I love yep. the fact that it, they, when they intro, the first joke that comes out comes in for the first five seconds with the uh, the Whitney Houston, you know what I mean? Right, and, right, right. and then it, I mean, I could watch an entire movie of just Betty Brandt and the other kid, yes, the other kid yes. just doing that, that, that the TV stuff. It's so funny. It's so good and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah, the, the news reporting thing I thought was fantastic. It's like it's like a really quick, efficient way of explaining what yeah. happened. Yeah, a and, nice recap. Yeah, yeah, nice, very nice recap. Like I said, and it answers stuff that uh. that the Endgame didn't even answer. Yeah, and the thing is, they can't do a movie. You can't go make this movie after Endgame without acknowledging it, right? Yeah, you can't. But the fact that they acknowledge it, like I said, through humor, is fantastic. I just love the the scene where the yeah, in one one second. The people in the band disappear, right? Right. And then right. five years later, they come back with right. This is right in the middle of the band thing. Was you know, or basketball. The, it's a basketball. It's a basketball game. Basketball yeah, game yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so up. good. It's then, so good. Not only that, but they acknowledge the fact that hey, we, we, if you were blipped out and yeah. you come back, the kids you know are five years older than are yeah. five years older now. Yeah. Didn't Parker and um, Mary Jane or MJ go like that kid was like five years younger? Yeah. Now he's now he's handsome. He's all built out. The aging guy. Yeah, like and the other. Not only kid. that, but Benny Brapp even acknowledged and some and somehow we all disappeared. Yeah. You know, it was like a self-aware thing. Like, yeah. yeah, out of the people who disappeared, it's 
the main cast. Mm-hmm. You know? That's kind of odd, right? That's and also odd. Flash Thompson trying to use his ID right. to get a drink. Because the, the ID is still the old, the previous day, right? Yeah. But if he blipped, year, yeah. he's not over 21, though. Yeah, it's funny. It's yeah. very good. It's I, very I good. love that they acknowledge the thing. Because it, yes. it does need it to be acknowledged. Yeah, and, and then it moved on to just the story. Right, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, the, the story itself, go ahead. I like, again, this is, I'm going to repeat myself a little bit. I like the fact that they, they stuck to their guns for the first hour. Because it's still a teenage movie and still a road trip movie. It's still a European adventure movie. It's still right. a coming of age story. You know what I mean? Because you would think coming off of Endgame, they would just, maybe they beat you over the head with it. Maybe they'll be grim and, you know, dark and stuff like that. But it's still a coming of the age story. It's still... The, the it's still about Peter Parker and his relationship with not only his classmates but also the world in large also the aftermath of, of, of Tony Stark's death and stuff like that it's really good it's fantastic yeah yeah they, they really play out the father figure of Tony Stark thing a lot differently than than they handled uh, uh, Uncle Ben's death yeah mm-hmm. it is completely different you almost forget that Uncle Ben was a thing yeah especially later on in the movie where mm-hmm. where you see uh, Peter Parker doing the Tony Stark thing with the with yeah. the hands and the hologram, mm-hmm. and then you see Happy like looking at him like, "Wow, it reminds you of Tony Stark." Yeah. You know, it's that kind of a thing. But are like, you saying it's a, as a negative or is it a bad thing? Or it's is a it, positive it's just, it's just for different. the movie. Yeah. It's just weird because we're so comic book fans for decades are so ingrained with the whole Uncle Ben thing being such a, a serious tragedy, right? And then this one, we're just like, "Oh wait, he's now now we're supposed to." Move on to Tony Stark. But, now. I, but it makes, but it makes sense. It makes sense in the context of this yeah, movie. Yeah, it makes sense because it, it seems like uh, uh, what's called uh, Uncle Ben is the reason why he became Spider Man, and the, but the, how he becomes Spider Man, how he deals with that responsibility is Tony is it, it, Tony Stark is the guiding light. You know what I mean? It is now. Yeah, it is now and stuff like that. And I, I think it, I haven't read all the old comic books and stuff, but I, from what I've heard. Uh, there are other characters, father figure characters in the comic books that that have taken up this role. They people have mentioned uh, Captain Stacy, right? Correct. Is a character that uh, what called that that again after because uh, obviously uh, Uncle Ben didn't see Peter Parker as Spider Man. You know what correct. I mean? So there are older characters, uh, adult figure characters in the comic books that that, are, that kind of tells. Uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, how to be Spider-Man, how to handle that responsibility. And yeah, and then the movie version of it is just Tony Stark. And I, it's really good. I, I like it a lot. I, I, I do too. I do too. Even even though I was kind of poo it. But going back to the whole comic book thing, um, do you think the fact that we are comic book readers, it kind of deflated the fact that we knew Mysterio was a bad guy? No. Because once the reveal showed up, I'm like, okay, well, yes. here we go. Yeah. No, because part of me, of course, as a comic book reader goes, anytime, just like... Two years ago, when they announced Mysterio is the, is in this movie, of course, every time you see Mysterio in the movie, you go, hey, that's bullshit. That is bullshit. Right. That right. is bullshit. But the thing is, what I liked about it is that I think the the writer, when I mentioned earlier that they put a lot of hard work, a lot of care into the movie, I think the reason why I feel that way is because they knew the, the, the comic book characters, I mean, the comic book readers would know Mysterio is the bad guy. So when that twist comes, it's just not just a twist. They add the text. They add a lot of texture to it. They did. Yeah. You know what I mean, I like the fact that he has a whole production team behind him. And yes. Stuff. I think that's what sep- that what makes the twist great for comic book readers. He has a, a scriptwriter. He has a he has a, has a costumer and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He has a, a special effects person and stuff like that. That joke where he's at the London Bridge and he's telling the the costumes are. I still want that suit to be like you know yeah. ironed out and stuff like that. I, I still want the cape. <laughs> yeah, so like, okay, looking perfect. You know, what I, mean? I might make the, meet the queen. I think that's what makes this movie special, and that uh, Mysterio character is special. Unlike, and also, I like the fact that that twist also the the writing is great because that twist also builds into the, what the movie's about. You know, what I mean, it's right. about uh, 
Iron Man's legacy. You know what I mean? Spider-Man is trying to avoid that legacy. He doesn't want to take up that mantle and stuff like that. But he's the best thing that kind of came out of Iron Man's, you know, you know, life and stuff like that. But and Quentin Beck because they tied his origin uh, to Tony Stark. To Tony Stark. Yeah, it's it's there's a dark side of his legacy and stuff like that. So I think that's why that twist works. You know what I mean? But it's it, it, it's it's something that a lot of tech people kind of realize. You know, like like if they work for Apple or Google or Facebook, whatever. Yeah. You know. Uh, they, they could introduce it to the Zuckerberg or, yeah. or Steve Jobs mm-hmm. or whatever, but they'll take the credit. Yeah. They'll take the credit. They'll name your product. Yeah. It may not be exactly what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I mean, like Tony Stark called it Barf. Yeah. Right? And you, you can see Quentin Bray's like, Barf. I like the fact, I love the fact that they did flashback to yes. Civil War. And yeah. when they flashback to Obadiah Stane and stuff like that, yes. that it's the same actor. It's the same I, actor. I didn't know at the time. I looked it up later. But yeah, it's the same actor and stuff like that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, when that bar scene hit, I'm like, I'm like they're out in the open in public, yeah. and they don't care that yeah. people can see their secret identity. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And then, and then the big reveal. So like, it's yeah. fantastic. It's great. And big ups to Jake Gyllenhaal because he has probably the longest exposition dump I've seen in a movie recently. Oh, right, right, it's like right. Two, three minutes, just him, just explaining everything, and he does a great job. He does yeah. a fantastic job. He does a great. He's a great mystery. He's a great, great. Great villain and stuff like that. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're right. It's a huge exposition dump, and mm-hmm. but but it was like you're kind of like you're watching it, and you, yeah, yeah. It's good. It, it's really good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing with Edith didn't yes. think that was the master plan for Mysterio, even from the very beginning. Was yeah. that always the master plan? I think so. Yeah, I think his master plan was to getting good because he. Oh, I think the plot is they. He knew Nick Fury had Edith, right? So he needed, and he was gonna give it to Peter Parker or Spider Man or something like that. I thought, I thought, I thought he got. Wait, did Nick Fury give it to to Peter Parker? Or was it yes. happy? No, he gave it to Peter Parker. He gave it to Peter. I think the, I have to rewatch it, but I think the 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 plot is basically. Uh, so I thought it was happy that gave it to him. No, no, it was it was it was um, uh, Nick Fury. Remember, Nick Fury finds Peter Parker at the hotel, right? And right. then they had to get out of there, and then they on that boat ride to meet Mysterio. That's when he gave uh, Peter Parker the glasses. Well, okay. Yeah, it is. Trust me. That's if I was correct. Yeah. So I think the plot is Quentin Beck and his team knew Nick Fury had the glasses. I Maybe they figured out that he was going to give it to Peter Parker. So he had to get in good with with uh, Nick Fury and stuff. But also, that's a, it's a two-part plan. The second part is he also wanted to uh, be the next superhero. The next right. superhero, uh, the next Avenger and stuff like that. That was the other part. That's the other part of his plan. So, yeah. Yeah, well, he wanted to be the, the the hero that everybody will look up to, will listen to, and whatnot. Right. There was this whole thing. You read the you read the um, the the metaphors about that, right? What do you mean about oh, about what what the well? How about, let me ask you this: What is the theme of this movie? Oh, what is the theme of this movie? This uh, is a very plot driven movie. From what I, from what I can, from when when I was watching, I'm like this is very plot driven. I don't, I don't know what exactly it's trying to tell you in terms of a thematic message, short of the whole like. Like living up to somebody's ideals, kind of situation, but I, there's gotta be more than that. It's just, I, I, yeah, I, I, I take it for that. I just think it's about legacy. It's about sort of moving on and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That's that's how I took it. What was? What, is there something else? There was an article that I read that I guess kind of makes sense to me because because uh, Quentin Beck was using essentially fake news, right? Oh, yeah, that, to get to get his way, right? Yeah, that part I got towards the the mid credits. Towards the mid credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think well, I mean, I mean, for- even, even part of that, the holograms are essentially fake news, right? Mm-hmm. Right. They're, they're, he's making people believe something that, that is false. That's clearly false, right? And he's taking advantage of it to his own benefit, like right. a certain individual in in a white building right now, right? Right. You know, right, right that right. was that was what the article was talking about, right? But and I'm me- like, yeah, I can. I guess I kind of get that. Yeah. But to me, it, that's not. Uh, 
Because he wants to get people to listen to him, right? Right. So okay. he can tell them anything he anything he wants to tell them, and they will believe him. Mm-hmm. That that that's his number one goal. Yeah. That I that point I got not not during the majority of I I got that point when uh, J. Jonah Jameson came uh, came Correct. on. Correct. J.K. Simmons back the, to the back to the road. It's just J. Jonah Jameson is just the one of the great combo characters of all time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's one of those characters that's that that it's just it's ahead of its time back when he came out in the 1960s or something like that you know mm-hmm. it's 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 just like you know now you see him in Alex Jones you see him in Rush Limbaugh and stuff like that right but now that the, the fact that they threw in because that that whole thing with the Quentin Beck manipulating the footage and doing all that stuff that really hit home when he does when Jay Jones James comes up you know what I mean because he's using that he weaponized it yeah. you know what I mean and that was his plan B too if I'm, right if I'm like a back yeah because yeah. the other stuff because that thing like I said that whole thing didn't come into play because Mysterio for the most part is just lose, using illusions as a we- as a Correct. As, as a weapon and and you know all that but to the larger community and weaponizing information editing uh, sound and and visuals and stuff like that that really hit home in the, with the Jay Jones Jameson uh, cameo, you know what I mean? I think that's that's gonna be the theme, whatever, for the next movie and stuff like that. You know, so yeah, presumably, 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, let's let's go back to the uh, National Lampoon uh, European mm-hmm. Vacation mm-hmm. stuff. They even have a whole uh, a whole gag with with Peter with his pants down. Yeah. You know, yeah. which is very much like a natural mm-hmm. lampoon kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the whole bus sequence with the mm-hmm. drone, mm-hmm. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Right. Um, what else? I like the fact that the first hour is kind of lulling you into thinking, oh. It's just, this is a, this is a road trip movie. This is adorable. It's just, you know what I mean? With, with a little side adventure. Well, in, with, a, in a way, it is still a road trip movie. Yeah, in a way, it, yeah. but it gives you it, it's 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 a, just like Mysterio is kind of mis- doing some misdirection and stuff like that. The movie itself, in the first, I think the first hour is doing kind of a little mis uh, misdirection and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's it's misdirection on very on a lot of different uh, on a lot of different levels and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because like I said, you think it's a road trip movie with a side adventure, all these elemental things, but then you re- really think about it, those elementals are not really well defined. Why is right. could, why is Mysterio being tricked by Nick Fury? Shouldn't Nick Fury be smarter than this and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? So I I do like that. I think that first hour is smarter and does a lot more stuff than what people think. You know what I mean? And something else I noticed. Um, in the, when, whenever Mysterio fights those elementals and stuff like that, the music, I saw an IMAX film, maybe it's the IMAX of it all, but the music swells up, you know what I mean? And it's big, it's bombastic, it's theatrical. It's calling a lot of attention to itself, just like a movie production, you know what I mean? Just like Mysterio is like putting up, putting up like a, like a, or like a, a uh, a movie, a big production number, production number for the public to see and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's really good. No, it it is, it is. But once again, as a comic book reader, we kind of had yeah, an okay. idea it was going to be fake. Yeah, okay. You know, and we were just wondering why Nick Fury would fall for it. But of course, the movie answers that. There was actually Talos and his his wife. Should we talk awesome about? Awesome Yeah, let's talk about it now. It's spoilers awesome. anyway. Whoever I don't know who came up with the idea of 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 including scrolls in a movie where Mysterio is about you know illusions and you know and stuff like that and putting a scroll in there and hiding it in plain sight it's just a beautiful thing yeah. it's just beautiful it's, it's also a nice convenience to excuse the fact that Nick yeah. Fury fell for it yeah it makes you wonder if that was the all the intention the whole time or they just added it in afterwards. Did you see it coming though? Did you have any No, of course not. Yeah. I thought that was Nick Fury. Did you uh, I thought that was Maria Hill. Oh I didn't know it was scrolls. I'm not giving myself that much credit. Right. But two times where I thought something was going on was when Peter Parker mentioned is is Captain Marvel. Why don't you get Captain Marvel? And Nick Fury made an extra like say, hey, don't mention Captain Marvel. Or he, you know what I mean? It, it, that stuck out. 
But then you kind of dismiss it because you think, oh, he really is protective of Captain Marvel because of the of the movie we just saw. You know what I mean? But it's because he's a scroll, and then she saved him or something. Right. Of it. So that's stuck out. But again, I didn't put the. T- I didn't know it was a scroll. And the second time it, it something stood out was at the very end when Happy Hogan was talking to Maria Hill and Nick Fury, and then you know Nick Fury saying, "Yeah, hey, I, yeah, I knew what was going on all the time." But then Maria Hill says, "No, he had no clue." Like the the real Maria Hill, I'm like. Why? No, the real Maria Hill is the only person that can talk back to. to no, Fury. but not not when there's another person around. You know what I mean? Yeah, she would she would she would call him out on his BS, but not when there's a third party. You know, she would never undercut his authority. So I thought that kind of stood up. But then when it came out, when then it was a big reveal where Nick Fury and Maria Hill were the two scrolls and stuff like that, and Nick Nick Fury's in space. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? what's up with that? I guess we'll find out later on. Do you have any guesses? No, I don't. I mean, I guess the decree war, the decree scroll war is not over yet. I read somewhere, and it kind of confirms my initial reaction. Where it, it, it my some people think uh, uh, he got replaced a long time ago before the snap. But my whole thing was like maybe he got he he after the snap after Thanos snapped and everybody came back. Nick Fury was like, you know, there's bigger problems out in the universe. I have to, you know, I think he left afterwards. So are you saying that it was He's, Thanos in in the funeral, or was it as Nick Fury? Maybe he, maybe Nick Fury left right after that. But yeah, I think it's a reaction to Thanos and stuff like that. So he is pre- pre- he's preparing a space force. It's a space force. Space. Force. It's a space force. There's the the comic book. Uh, there's the Josh Whedon idea. Sword. Where oh right. Sword. It's, yeah. uh, it's what do you call it? It's a uh, shield in space and stuff like that. So I think that's what they're leading to. Anyway, yeah. It's good yeah, stuff. It, it is good stuff. It is yeah. Speaking of good stuff, let's go back to the, to yeah, the thing. Yeah, go back to the movie. Uh, so so the, 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 two, the two teachers, mm-hmm. uh, J.B. Smooth and Martin Starr, yeah. fantastic. Fantastic yeah. supporting supporting actors yeah. here. You know, and, but although I'm, I'm not sure I like the, the running joke about the, it's witches, it's witches. Yeah. Like, I on. like J.B. Smooth. It's just like in every, he ends almost every scene with the kids and the, he always ends it with some sort of joke where he buttons everything and stuff like that. At right. one point, the Asian kid was like, you know, he's taking pictures of Peter Parker in the bathroom with his pants down. And the guy puts, he ends that scene by pulling him aside and saying, hey, listen, that's a real problem, man. That's a real problem. You can't, you can't be taking pictures of people with the pants down. I think he's funny. It's just comic relief and stuff like that. It and, is, it is. And one of the, the things with Martin Starr's character, a little Easter egg or references at the beginning when they're in Venice, he has a manual camera, has a timer and stuff like mm-hmm. that. He takes a picture of himself. That's a, that's a reference to Spider-Man, what he used to do. The little time camera takes a picture of himself and stuff like that. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, oh, it's good okay. time. Okay, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that was, that was yeah. super intentional. Uh-huh. Um, the whole thing with Betty Brant and Ned, mm-hmm. I like that. Adorable. That's very adorable. Yeah. Yeah. And they do a lot of 80, in the beginning of the movie, they did a lot of like 80s montages. And right. the whole the whole plane ride was a montage of them kind of falling in love and stuff like that. Yep. It's adorable. It's good times, yeah. It, it, it's a nice contrast between uh, Peter Parker and MJ, which is like super awkward and super, you know what I mean? They, they keep constantly trying to feel themselves out. But, you know, Ned and Betty Brant has this nice, peaceful, smooth, idyllic, almost, almost relationship and stuff. It's yeah, it was almost, it's almost like a two perfect, two perfect pairing yeah, kind of thing. it's good. You know, it, and that, that Betty Brant uh, actress, the, she's the one. She's the Rice. From Nice Guys, right? For Nice Guys, yes. Yeah, yes. she's fantastic. She's a great actress. Yeah, she's, she's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also the whole, the, the whole, my whole thing with MJ, though. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the, the movie was trying to decide whether she was playing coy that she mm-hmm. likes Peter, mm-hmm. and then there are some scenes where she obviously likes Peter. Yeah, like I, I the movie can seem to design. Yeah, and I, it has everything to do with the Asian character, which I'm not sure if they should have even added him in. But yeah. go figure. I think it's just I think it, I think it's something to do with the fact that they are teenagers. When people examine the relations between MJ, Peter Parker, and the Asian kid, you just have to remember they are 
playing seven, 16, 17 year olds and stuff. Correct. Like that. And it yeah. gets super awkward and it's just super weird. Everything is, you know, everything's kind of misinterpreted or, you know, I think I think it works. I think they have really good chemistry together. I they like do. Them. They do. Zendaya and uh, Tom Holland actually does have pretty good it's chemistry true. together. Yeah. And I like this version of her because she's, well, it's obvious because she's in this movie more than she was in Homecoming. Right. So I like this version of it. She's good. Yeah. I like the fact that she figured out that she's, he's Spider-Man. No, she, like, she, no, no. She said she was 67%. Yeah, 67 Sure. Spider-Man. <laughs> I like all that because it gives them a connection now. Now that the fact that the world knows, it's good that she figured it out before. Yeah, she's an FOS now. Yeah, friends of Spider Man. Yeah, friends of Spider Man. It's, <laughs> it's really good. I like her. I like actually one of my little critiques of the movie is I think I would like to see more of the group as a as a whole and stuff like that. You know what I mean? More of the kids and stuff like that on their European vacation and stuff like that. Oh, uh, true, but I mean, I, I really think a lot of the good stuff about this movie were the kids. Yeah. And I'm talking about yeah the whole and not just uh uh Peter Parker MJ and Betty Brandt and uh, Ned I don't, the whole, the entire cast like more Flash Thompson more of the other kids but it's a, it's a minor gripe it's a minor complaint and stuff like that but yeah, yeah. The, the, the 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 I know Flash Thompson wasn't in it as much mm-hmm. but he but the, the stuff that he was in for those little stabs of jokes yeah they were all great it's good yeah yeah I, like I, I really think the, the what really made this movie work is um the the humor which mm-hmm. I. You just good like pick me so up from funny. Endgame. Yeah, it's so right? funny. And then and the cast, the cast is so good in this yeah. one. They I'm just so such impressed. Great chemistry and stuff like that. I would like this team, this actor, these actors, this director, these writers, just keep making Spider-Man movies. You know what I mean? The, the first one came out in 2017. Two years from now, another Spider-Man. Two years from now, another Spider-Man. I just I just enjoy it. It's immensely. Immensely fun and stuff like that. We haven't even mentioned John Favreau as Happy Hogan. He's yes, fantastic. he's really good in this one. Yeah, he is a good uh, sub. He is one of the few good adults in Peter Parker's uh, uh, life and stuff like that. I love the fact that he he's just and he just he just kills it and stuff like that. The two funniest joke in the movie actually belongs to Happy Hogan, where he throws a shield and just right. falls on the ground. I was like, hey, how does Captain America do it? And the porno, the porno reference from uh, that Germany hotel, right, right from Civil War, destroyed. It's so funny, so good. So good. Uh, the whole thing with Mary with Mary Jane with uh, Aunt May, mm-hmm. yeah. I, thought, I thought that was pretty adorable too. I like yeah. I like the fact that that Aunt May knowing his Peter Spider Man isn't a big deal. It, yeah, she just knew from that one split second in the mm-hmm. in the previous movie, and now there we go. That is one of my complaints. Like you you took it as a positive. I took it as a as a negative. I think there should have been an. an it's, I don't want that traditional scene where Aunt May. T- I mean, where that person. Tells that uh, she gets superhero. all serious. You're gonna yeah, get hurt, yeah. You're gonna die, you have to be blah, careful. Blah. Yeah. I don't want that, but I do want them to have some sort of moment where she acknowledges the fact that he, she knows that he's Spider-Man on on, on a different level. Because that's because that's how the first Spider-Man ended, right? The first Homecoming, right? What, With her finding out. Yeah, I, I I would have a lo- I want a little bit more of a consequence. The problem with that shows. though is that that eventually that that should have taken place before Endgame. Yeah, and that's before yeah. Infinity War, and there's no way they're gonna unless they have it, like in a deleted scene or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, th- yeah, that's the problem though. Between Homecoming and uh, Far From Home, a lot of crazy stuff has happened to Spider Man mm-hmm. and her. So you know, I I know, but still, I just I just need a little bit of something, a little bit of something. Yeah. yeah, I suppose. I mean, yeah. I, I guess they can call back to it on the third movie, sure. maybe that's possible. Yeah, the fact that yeah, it's a big deal now. Now that everybody knows uh, he's Spider Man. Uh, favorite running jokes? Favorite running joke? Uh, what was my favorite running joke? Which one? Night Monkey is pretty funny. Night Monkey is pretty funny, and, and and I don't know how it was. Okay, did 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 Ned really see it in the newscast, yeah. or or what? Because mm-hmm. I mean, how did the newscasters know he was called Night Monkey? Oh, yeah. how did anybody in the world know he's yeah. Night Monkey? Uh, what, 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 what <laughs> was the last joke they referenced? Was it at the 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 jail in the Netherlands 
where the guy had the, the right, right, yeah, the, the yeah, mask, right? That, that's, 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 yeah, he's talking he talk to his wife. Yeah, 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 I captured the night monkey or something like yeah, that. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it good. is that one. I like that. Uh, my Yours? other favorite uh, uh, is the the Peter Peter Ting- Peter Tingle. Oh yeah, yeah, Peter Tingle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah, pretty yeah, funny that's pretty too. Good. I was hoping that at the end you're just gonna actually finally call it Spidey Sense, Spidey, yeah. but it never happened. Yeah, I like the fact that they because. Uh, the internet, Twitter, busting their balls all day about uh, the, the spider sense, and they kind of explained it. He's always had his spider sense, but he's never he doesn't trust that 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 Peter Tingle was spider sense. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the very end where he tried to trust what that sense was, I guess. So right. I, I like that explanation. It, it works for me. Yeah, he that, that's the one power he hasn't really tapped into until right. now. Yeah, right. and one of my you know one of my biggest pet peeves is like when they tell you, even though the movie tells you where the the country or city is. <laughs> they right. had the subtitle. I did think about TJ. I did think, I like the fact that they, <laughs> they, they gave the, the name of a city that's like incomprehensible, impronounceable on the, uh, the, <laughs> yeah. the Netherlands. That's very good. That's very good. And we still haven't uh, mentioned the, one of the great sequences in MCU history now. No, you know the sequence I'm talking about? The when he was fighting Mysterio? Yeah. Exactly, of course. That was a really well choreographed that's scene. That's fantastic. It's yeah. a fantastic scene. It's a, it, you finally realize how powerful, how insane Mysterio Spider-Man. is is and not only that, but Spider Man himself. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah. And uh, what, what I liked about it is not only does it look like a combo come to life, which everybody says and stuff like that. But what I really liked about it is that I mentioned the first hour sets up the rest of it. Th- that Mysterio fight sets up uh, was set up in the first hour because you know in Mysterio in the comic books he doesn't know who Peter Parker is, right? So he's just throwing illusions at him and, and you know that sort of thing. But in this one, because Mysterio has a relationship with Peter Parker, he knows his fears and insecurities and stuff like that, right. his legacy and stuff like that. And he throws that at him during that uh, during that fight and stuff like that in the, in the illusions and stuff. It's fantastic. I, I think that's a plus. That's a plus stuff right there. But, but going back to Mysterio, I did kind of also like the fact. That he isn't completely evil, even though he's mm-hmm. evil. Yeah, you know he still has some heart in him. He likes Peter Parker. He, his plan was not to kill him. Yeah, his plan was not to kill him. He just—it was almost like a necessity. Now, oh, mm-hmm. I guess I gotta kill him now, yeah. but I'm gonna—I'm gonna feel bad about it. Yeah, you know. But as for this, how did he die? I actually—that's a good question. Actually, I don't know. I, I thought he was he got shot by a straight bullet, right? And that made sense, but that was an illusion. Mm-hmm. So was it also an illusion or yeah. was it really just shot by a yeah, straight bullet? Yeah, when I watch it the second time, I have to figure that out. The second time? You saw it twice already? No, no, when I, when I will Oh, when I you watch it the second time. Because, yeah. yeah, the first time, it was obvious where it was the drones, right? It was right. Like straight shot from the drones. And drone. they even warned it, too. It's like, you're still there. Like, shoot anyway. You yeah, know, yeah. Okay. It's, and that's just a fake out for Peter Parker. And then, But the real illusion is obviously uh, he's standing next to Peter Parker. He right. would just shoot him. In his head, right? And then, right. but Spider Man grabs the gun. But I don't know what happened afterwards. I have to only assume that he, the, the, the scene where we see him get shot mm-hmm. really was him. Mm-hmm. And he planted an illusion there where he's dying. Mm-hmm. But he's, even though he's dying, he's still going to try to kill Spider Man. Oh, that's the only I can think of. Yeah. Because it, it just seemed kind of out of nowhere. It's like, wait, how, why is he dying? Right? Oh, so, I see what you're saying. So he got shot first, yeah. then planted the illusion. I got you. Okay. That, well, that's my thing. Yeah. I mean, in, in the, in, when you watch it again, the sequence was that he got mm-hmm. shot. Cut, it cuts a Spider-Man. He gets there. He's lying on the ground, mm-hmm. and then and then he stops the bullet. Yeah. So presumably he still got shot, but he yeah. did plant the. Yeah. Because when I first saw it, the, the way it plays out in my mind was that he was never really shot. You know what I mean? Oh, but okay, that's, gotcha, that's, gotcha. That's, okay. No, so remember, I, remember, remember, he he told he told his assistant, yeah. like like the assistant told him like you're still in the area. They won't shoot you, mm-hmm. and he was shoot anyway. And yeah. so that, that that was like pretty much telling us. He's gonna get shot. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a problem, with this fucker, uh, uh, Monsieur. You never know what's real or not. Don, do you think he's actually dead? I would like to say no. Yeah, see, right? Sinister Six could still happen. Yeah. 
He can still, even if he's dead, dead, he they can still they're waste because you know like not only that, but he, he the rest of his crew is still in the wild, yeah. right? The other crew is in the wild, and there are I believe in the comic there are other characters that played Mysterio and stuff like that because you know I think right. I think there are other Mysterios, not a lot, but there are other Mysterios. so that tech could be handed down and stuff like that, and like I said, it could be just an illusion where where he again pretends to be dead, but Edith kind of confirms it, but you know. I don't know. It, this is not. I don't want to do a a cinema sense kind of thing. Where, but I, I there's a part of me that says, you know what? If you're Quentin Beck and you got access to the most powerful technology in the world, yeah, why wouldn't you fake your debt? No, why wouldn't you lock out Peter Parker now after you got the thing? Right? You know what I mean? It's like, hey, hey, Edith. Unless 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 Peter Parker has like a, a counter. He has more seniority or whatever. Or oh yeah, I guess more authorization. Or yeah, the, maybe needed. Tony Stark put something in there where. Peter Parker, no matter what happens, he can't be locked out. He can share it, but he right. can't be locked out. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah. All right. Yeah, no, you're right. I think I think he can share it, but he can't be locked out. But I just want to mention, uh, again, that Mysterio sequence in the warehouse, A-plus stuff. It's as good as anything you've seen in any MCU movie or any kind of action movie. It's, it's fantastic. It's great. I can't say enough good things about that part. It's great. Great. Yeah. And for well, me, once again, the humor and the cast is fantastic. Yeah. I wish – I if they told me uh, the next Spider-Man movie is coming out tomorrow, I would just go see it right away. It's great. I love the fact that, yeah. And Spider-Man he gets his whole identity revealed. He's accused oh, right. of... right. We kind of mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. He's accused of a crime by J. Jones. Jones. Classic Spider-Man. Classic Spider-Man. That's great stuff. Because, I mean, th- theoretically, all Nick Fury has to do is like, no, that was all That was all a lie. That's mm-hmm. fake news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? but that's, that's, that's an but easy Nick, way to but, but Nick Fury is supposed to be dead, yeah. right? He's still supposed to be dead. Yeah. yeah. Do people, people don't know Nick Fury's alive, right? No, they don't. They, they assume he's dead. He, yeah. he died with S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, but you know what the the rumor is, right? Because every t- every time this is internet rumor, but every time Peter Parker gets accused of a crime uh, in a comic book, sometimes he'll he'll he knows a lawyer, so this would be a good time to bring in Daredevil and stuff like that. We have, what is the agreement? How many years? Two years. Two, two years. Two, it? Two years, yeah. Maybe. They can totally toss in my man Murdock by then. And also, what's the, who's a, the other famous lawyer in the uh, Marvel comics? Oh, She Hulk. Oh, She Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Knock on wood. I think it's great. I think I love the I love that mid credit scene. It's a fantastic. Yeah, yeah, the mid credit scene, and I also like the, how they played on the fact that MJ like I'm not doing that again. Like like you know the old MJ always swinging with Spider Man. Yeah. This one's like I'm not doing that again. Yes, that's the other thing I want to mention. This movie is very progressive and very forward thinking without kind of beating over your head with it. It's uh, it's not it's uh, you know what I mean because MJ unlike the other Sam Raimi movies, she's she she's put in danger, but she's not a damsel in distress. The villains don't capture her. They don't threaten her and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So well, Doc Ock did. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It, it's not like that. It's not like Oh, the it's sem- not like that. Yeah, that she's not the sense. focal point of the villain's plot or a focal point of, of her being in danger. She is obviously put in danger because she's in London, but she Spider-Man does not swoop in and rescue her or her right. friends. She They handle it themselves and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's it's one it's one of those. It's uh, it's like I said, it's very forward thinking, it's very progressive, but they don't again they don't beat you kind of over the head with it and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. Don't, and the only thing I can think of between Tom Holland and Zendaya is like, is Tom Holland gonna get any taller so he can match Zendaya? You sexist, <laughs> sexist. Pick. I'm just saying it's like a Tom I, Cruise Nicole Kidman. Thing. I just mentioned how progressive and how forward thinking it is, and you just undercut that whole thing. You sexist pigments. Yes, you, you disgust me. Uh, let's let's yeah. give credit to John Watts. 
for proving yeah. that he can actually really pull this off and yeah. and homecoming was not a fluke. Yeah, it's a big step up for from home up uh, homecoming in the sense yeah. the the action sequences or as an indie director. Yeah, going to going doing this like like a big shot Hollywood director now. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah I'm very impressed. I'm very yeah. impressed with how John Watts handled it. Like all the different set locations and all the different set pieces, so many, and mm-hmm. he was able to pull it off. Yeah, very uh, impressive. Yeah, the biggest set piece was in uh, homecoming was just that plane. And you know it's that's that's a great sequence. It's manageable though. You know what I mean? It's right. a plane that's falling from the sky and stuff. Like that. There's two sequences in here where Mysterio has that fight at the warehouse. It's very complicated, and also the fight at the at the end in in London. It's very yep. complicated too because a lot of things are going. It's like it's it's a spider. It's a, a Star Wars thing in, in the sense that there are different battles on different levels. You know what I mean? Yep. Spider Man versus the drones. You have Mysterio yelling at his film crew, and then you have Happy Hogan and the kids somewhere else. It's, it's great. and he kept the humor too. Yeah. Yeah, the, the the I'm just I'm impressed. I'm impressed with John Watts. He yeah. was he give really, him a Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah, I, no, no, wait. Keep, keep him on Spider Man. I'm telling you, they can make they could just keep making these Spider Man movies every two. But years they're not because Sony yeah. is gonna get their head big. Sp- big. Uh, Sony's gotta. They hope. I hope they don't get. You know, I hope that's one. Besides the fact that Venom is a terrible movie, but one, another thing I, I I'm hoping doesn't come out from Venom is. They think, oh, we got it. We, we figured it out. We know how to make these. Yeah. Movies, these we movies. have like a, a Venom yeah. movie that made a lot of money. And yeah, we, we got Spider-Man movie, Spider movies that make a lot of money. We got a cartoon Spider movie that made a lot of money. Yeah. So we got it, guys. Uh, we can leave Marvel again. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like I said, if uh, the, 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 the last one, I believe, is the next Spider movie. That's the last. Uh, I thought this was the last. This is, this is the last in the contract, wasn't it? Five movies, right? No, but I think Tom Holland. Ha- no, I think it ma- oh, matched Tom Holland's contract, though. I, I thought it was five so, movies: Civil know. War, uh, Infinity War, uh, Civil War, Homecoming, Infinity War, Endgame, Far From Home. That's I five th- movies. I thought it was like six, three cameos, and three movies and stuff like that. Okay, if it's three cameos, three movies, then, then that makes sense to me. Yeah, too. They, I think definitely they get they get one more to finish out the trilogy. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, the thing is, at this point. Um, Marvel, Disney, they have enough money. They can just buy DC film, right? What's what's another couple billion dollars between them? I w- no, but Sony's playing hardball, right? Yeah. They don't want to let go of the cash cow that is Spider-Man now. No, buy back Sony. Oh, no, buy no, back no, Sony? No, no, not buy Spider-Man. Buy Sony? Back. Buy Sony, the film division. They're actually... Oh, the movie, oh, the movie division. The movie division. Not no, the, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. buy back. You can't. You buy can buy PS. the whole company, but yeah, yeah they can probably buy the movie. But, yeah. the, but, but Marvel essentially, Marvel Studios essentially saved... The Sony movie industry. Yeah. So they're 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 pretty healthy right now. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen anymore. I don't. I don't. I but just, I do like that. Did you hear what what uh what this what they said about uh how how they could possibly bring back uh Miles Morales into the MCU? Right. Yeah. You heard about that? No, right? no. Go ahead. Um. Basically, the, the 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 big popular idea right now is bring back um. Okay. Have Tom Holland. Have uh Andrew Garfield. Have Tobey oh, Maguire, do a, do a and then Miles Morales mm-hmm. do do a Spider Verse yeah. for the MCU. I do feel like in the long run and stuff like that, a Spider Man. If they let's just assume uh, Marvel keeps him in the MCU, I do see him like in his thirties and stuff, forties, taking up that that uh, Peter B. Parker. No, no, that uh, Tony Stark position. Like he is the leader of the of the Avengers. Well, this movie does character. definitely hints that. Yeah, He's, and then and then eventually Miles will become coming in and he'll play. What Peter Parker is playing right now, you know what I mean? The, the right. fresh eyed kid and stuff like that. So I don't know. Yeah. I, again, I, 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 know I, still, I still think that the leader of Avengers should be Black Panther. Yeah. 
to me, yeah, that makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, but to me, uh, what do you call? I know people are, are 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 hoping and pushing for Miles Morales in the MCU. This, but this Peter Parker is so good, dude. Yeah, this Peter Parker so, is so good. so good. I know maybe they can figure out a way for them to coexist. I know they do that in the comic books right now, but I do, I do prefer. I I like their origin where Peter Parker dies and then Miles Morales comes in. So. Yeah, I wish we're not gonna see. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna see that. Yeah. Save, already, save, already. save that for the future live action Spider Man movie, yeah. a TV show. Yeah, but I like the fact that uh, the Miles, Miles Morales has his own franchise. Like he has that multi Spider Man, yeah. which is fantastic and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. steal but, a better movie. <laughs> I mean, come on, that's not fair. You know, no, you know, it's not fair. Yeah. but come on, there, Into the Spider Verse is just a great movie. Yeah, the Into the Spider. I mean, we're six months out from 2018. Looking back on it. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is not just the best comic book movie of that, that year, but it's still the best movie of 2018. Yeah. And it's one of the great movies ever, regardless of of genre, yeah. whatever. And so it's a great, great, great movie. It's not fair. It's not, yeah. to me, it's not and, fair. And, and I think the one thing that, that really hinders this, uh, the, the Spider-Man home movies, mm-hmm. not enough bad luck. That's the one thing that Sam Raimi got right with his Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Give him a lot of bad luck. No. Spider-Man has a lot of bad luck. But they do have, they do do the thing where Peter Parker is his worst enemy. And so he always has one foot. Every time he takes a step back, he always trips on that one foot and stuff like that. Because he does give Quentin Beck the, the glasses and stuff like right, that. He's right. his own but I know what you're talking about. These, these microtransactions were in Spider-Man 2. One is like, one of the things I like the most. He's defeated everywhere. He tries to get a drink from a, at the party. They run out of champagne and stuff like that. Yep. You know what I mean? He tries to deliver a pizza. He comes out of the, the broom closet. The, the broom keeps coming down and stuff like that. I know, I know what you're saying. But yeah. 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 But yeah. the... This MCU Spider does capture a little bit of that essence, though. He- but I've grown to the point where I think this Spider-Man, the Tom Holland Spider-Man, doesn't need to have that much bad luck. Yeah. I'm actually quite satisfied with yeah. the Spider-Man that actually does have some luck. Yeah. yeah. But when he, the thing is, this goes back to the, the mid-credits thing. You could, you could look at that scene as, hey, bad luck, this, yeah. No, yeah. And also, this is the pinnacle of him being Spider-Man. Right. He got the girl. He feels good about Tony. He's comfortable with Tony Stark's legacy. He's swinging through Manhattan with his new suit. Like I said, this is hey, this is uh, Aunt May's okay with him being Spider Man. This is as good as it gets. Right. And then what happens? Literally one second later. Yeah. He gets accused of murder. His secret identity is uh, is revealed and stuff like that. So yeah. No, it's true. It's true. It's true. But uh, but that's still well. I guess that's a hint for the next movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm dying to know how how it plays out and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, there you go. That's uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm actually interested we in how, loved it. how, how they're going to jam. Because every both of these movies has the word home in it, right? So how how, how is he going to f- f- squeeze that one in for the third one? Stuff like that. And it's supposed to be his senior year in high school. Running away from home? No, because that's, 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 too, that's too similar to Far From far Home from, already. Yeah. So homecoming, Far From Home. So coming back to home. Home arrest? House arrest? Well, let's kind of have the home, oh, yeah. home okay. in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, let me say, homecoming, coming back, yeah. far from home, leaving home. So there's got to be one where he stays. Yeah. Home, not homebound, home. <laughs> oh, well, listeners, if you have something yeah. in mind, feel free to yeah. tell us. I'm sure the internet will think about it as well. Sure. All, All right, right. We're out of here. Thanks for listening. This was episode 243 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Works Network. 